actress Allison Sweeney for American Humane. For more than 100 years, American Humane Association has been teaching kids to be kind to animals. Those in our homes, on the farms, on the silver screen, and wildlife conservation caring for the world's vanishing creatures. But we can't do it alone. Visit kindness100.org to find ways to teach kids how they can make a more caring and humane world for all of us. You're listening to WHAN AM 1430 and W275BQ Ashland. And on your radio, it's 1029. The 1029 The Mater and the RBA Sports Network presents our 16th season of the high school football game of the week. Tonight's broadcast is brought to you by Sheehy Ford of Ashland with the largest selection of new and pre-owned vehicles on the East Coast. Sheehy Ford of Ashland on Route 1, just south of Ashland and online at SheehyFordAshland.com. By Virginia Farm Bureau, supporting farm and agriculture through insurance and education. Go to vfbinsurance.com now for a free auto insurance quote. Buy England Street Tavern, 407 England Street in Ashland. Find them on Facebook for their latest events. And by Massey Wood and West, serving Richmond and the surrounding area since 1923 for heating oil, propane, cylinder exchange, and more. Call 355-1721 or go to MasseyWoodandWest.com. Now, let's go live to the stadium to begin the On the Sidelines pregame show powered by Sheehy Ford of Ashland. Here's Rob Witham. In 1959, Dwight Eisenhower was the 34th president of the United States. The television series Perry Mason was in its third season on CBS. And that fall, for the first time ever in Hanover County, the Lee Davis Confederates battled the new Patrick Henry Patriots in what was the first tomato bowl. Now, in the lore of the 59 years since, we're not exactly sure when the name tomato bowl was dubbed. Maybe it was early on in the series. Maybe it came a bit later. But they've been playing once a year in the regular season since that year of 1959. Lee Davis leads the series 30 to 28, and tonight they look for their third consecutive win in the series in a game where both teams are fighting for playoff position. We welcome you to the On the Sidelines pregame powered by Sheehy Ford of Ashland at SheehyFordAshland.com. Your next car, truck, or SUV available right now. Make it a second screen experience while you enjoy the game of the week. Go look at the largest selection of Fords in the Mid-Atlantic at SheehyFordAshland.com. Rob Witham along with you. So excited to be bringing you here on 1029 The Mater for the 16th consecutive year, the oldest rivalry in Hanover County, and now one of the oldest rivalries in the state of Virginia. Many of the older rivalries from back in the 30s, 40s, and 50s, as time and demographics have changed, have gone by the wayside. You know that some teams no longer play the likes of John Marshall and Thomas Jefferson in the Colonial District. So as time goes on and the years go by and those role rivalries between Henrico and city schools go by the board, this is continuing to go up the board in one of the oldest rivalries in the Commonwealth. And tonight, huge playoff implications for both teams. Now, the good news is for both the Patriots and the Confederates, they know they're in the playoffs. They cannot lose and miss out on the postseason. Lee Davis is in a more precarious position tonight, however, than Patrick Henry is. They need a win more than the Patriots do. 
just by a slither. And let me do a quick explanation why. And then in a moment, I'll sit down with NBC 12 Sports Director Mark Davis and we'll lay out the entire playoff picture across the central region. You can only hear it here on the game of the week. For Lee Davis, they enter tonight in sixth place in Region 5B. In that region, we know that Hermitage is going to be the number one seed. They have a bye tonight. The number two seed will be Highland Springs, no matter what they do tonight against Farina in their rivalry matchup. Uh, and then the number three seed, if Henrico beats Armstrong, the Warriors clinch that seed. After that, it gets interesting. Verina is currently fourth just ahead of L.C. Bird, but Verina to hold on to four and maybe even catch Henrico to three if Armstrong upsets Henrico tonight. Verina's got to beat Highland Springs. On the other side, L.C. Bird plays one and eight Cosby on senior night in Chester. They're expected to win, and if the Skyhawks do, they'll be a five-seed at worst, a four-seed if Verina loses to Highland Springs. And that now brings in the Lee Davis situation. Lee Davis is currently sixth. If they win tonight and Cosby upsets L.C. Bird, there's a slight chance the Confederates could move up to the five-hole. If they win tonight and L.C. Bird wins, they'll be in the sixth spot. But if Patrick Henry wins the Tomato Bowl tonight and Deep Run beats Mills Godwin in a huge win-and-you're-in playoff showdown in the West End coming up top of the hour, then Deep Run moves to six. Lee Davis falls to seventh. And why is that important? Simple. It looks as if now, if things hold to form, if you finish sixth, you go to Henrico next week for the first round of the postseason. If you finish seventh, you've got to go to two-time defending champion Highland Springs. A lot on the line for Lee Davis here on Senior Night. On the other side, Patrick Henry holding on to sixth place in Region 4B, where the top four teams, all are 9-0, all are going to host home games in the first round next Friday. Midlothian just tenths of a point ahead of Patrick Henry tonight for fifth. They've got the Coal Bowl at home against a James River team who needs a win for a home game up in Region 6B. So therefore, if Midlothian loses to James River and Patrick Henry wins the Tomato Bowl, they could go from sixth to fifth in Region 4B. And instead of having to go to Red Hot Louisa in round one, they may go to Culpepper to take on Eastern View next Friday night. The lesser of two evils, if you were, because both teams are currently 9-0 along with Dinwiddie and Monaghan. But a slip up by the Patriots tonight and wins tonight by Midlothian by Cortland, and if Huguenot can pull off the huge upset of 9-0 Monaghan, suddenly Patrick Henry is looking at holding on to the eighth seed. And if King George knocks off unbeaten Eastern View, they're the only team outside the top eight with a prayer to get in and knock a team out. Patrick Henry does not want to be that team. Mathematically, we don't think that can happen. At worst, the Patriots should make it as an eighth seed. But you don't want to do that. Your, your winning for getting the eighth seed would be a trip likely to number one Dinwiddie next Friday night. Let's lay it all out for you right now with Mark Davis. We'll take a 60-second timeout and come back and continue the on-the-sidelines pregame powered by Sheehy Ford of Ashland. And it's Tomato Bowl 59 coming up top of the hour. 60-second timeout. You're listening to Tomato Bowl 59 on the game of the week on 1029 The Mater and the RBA Sports Network. Sheehy Ford of Ashland with the largest inventory of Fords in the Mid-Atlantic says fall head over deals up to 40% off MSRP or 0% financing for up to 72 months. Sheehy is proud to present its military appreciation program with savings and additional discounts for active duty military reserve, retired military, dependent families, and now law enforcement. It's easy at Sheehy, Sheehy Ford of Ashland, Route 1 just south of Ashland. Online at SheehyFordAshland.com. Massey Road and West Incorporated has been serving the Richmond and surrounding areas since 1923, offering the finest in home heating oil and propane gas. They also offer professional service and installation of standby generators, tankless water heaters, gas logs, 
and gas or oil furnaces. Call them today for all of your heating needs at 355-1721. That's 355-1721. Massey Wood and West. On the on the sidelines pregame powered by Sheehy Ford of Ashland, less than 30 minutes away from Tomato Bowl 59. Two teams that already know they're in the postseason. There are some, however, in the area who know they are. They know their seed. Some who don't know. Some are playing to get in, and some whose season ends tonight. We're going to get it all laid out for you right now as we join Mark Davis, sports director at NBC12, for our weekly pregame conversation. Mark, how are you? I'm good, Rob. We're going to try anyway. Yes. We're, we're going to try. And then, you know, when the calendar flips to November, it's time to uh, crunch those numbers. And uh, we sure have been doing that for the last uh, several weeks, I know. Uh, you, you more than me, uh, <laughs> to, to, your, to your credit. But. But, uh, yeah, um, you know, I can't believe we're finally here. I can't believe it's November, and I can't believe we're talking about uh, the last week of the regular season. And here we are doing that. We will begin in a moment talking about the NBC 12 game of the week, which is, of course, the classic year-end battle in Eastern Henrico between Verina and Highland Springs. But we'll start by talking about a team that's not playing tonight, and yeah. that is the Hermitage Panthers. They lose last week in their finale, 26-20 to Manchester, so they finish at 9-1. and They drop to 5 in our latest poll. The other four teams move up. So Dinwiddie's our new number one, Highland Springs two, Monacan three, Manchester four. Uh, but the more important news is that Hermitage, even though they lost, they have enough VHSL power points to where they have clinched the number one seed in Region 5B. Highland Springs, even if they win tonight and get all the help in their schedule possible, cannot catch Hermitage's minimum number because they're going to pick up a few points tonight sure. too on the sideline with teams that they have played and defeated this season getting victories in head-to-head -head competition. We also know that Highland Springs can't fall from two that Henrico cannot catch them no matter what happens tonight. So Hermitage 1, Highland Springs 2. I'm going to ask you, Mark, with Highland Springs knowing what they're going to be doing in the postseason, what their seed is before they take the field with their arch rival, does it change anything at all, or do they leave all of that in the locker room and go beat Verina? Yeah, I definitely think it's the latter, Rob. I think absolutely there, there's pride. If you, I mean, you know, you and I both know Lauren Johnson. Mm -hmm. This guy, he, one of the best coaches that we've been around. Yes. He is not going to let his guys go out there and, and, and leave anything on the sideline. They're going to leave it all on the field. Yes. There's a lot of pride in this rivalry. Highland Springs has won this game the last uh, four years in a row. Verina, they know Verina's better. I think they want to they prove that they're better than Verina. You know, mm -hmm. I think there's a lot to prove there. This does not strike me as a team, and it never has that would save any or rest any. Well, they'll play smart, right. but uh, but they're, they're certainly not going to uh, take a lax approach, so to speak. No, no, indeed. And Verina certainly is going to give them their best shot because it's probably their best chance to win in a half decade. And if they can get the win tonight, uh, there is still a battle for that number three seed. And Verina tonight is looking at a situation, Mark, to where they know that they're just ahead of LC Bird in the standings right now for the four seed. Mm -hmm. But Bird has a one-win Cosby team tonight, so they're prohibitively favored. Verina loses, LC Bird wins. Likely the Skyhawks jump into that four, and Verina would have to go to Chester next week for the first round. So there's added motivation for the Blue Devils in that if they want a home playoff game next Friday, they got to win tonight. Yeah, absolutely. And, and I think, you know, all that stuff is is key, and it's all thought about by maybe the coaching staff. But I think Stu Brown's message has to be, guys, if we win tonight, it takes care of all this. Mm -hmm. You know, focus on those guys across the sideline. Focus on those guys on the other side of the field. And, and 
and and Stu pointed it out during during Matt's preview this week. It was kind of a, it's been kind of a changing of the guard. Hey, there were they are where we were. Right. You know, for eleven of eighteen years, Verina was a region champion, mm-hmm. and now Highland Springs is kind of you know it was a changing of the guard, so to speak. It was the Highland Springs has taken over that role as the favorite, as that familiar face at the top, and Verina wants to get back there. So I think you know, like I said, I mean, it was the same thing that I said about Highland Springs. I think the motivation, all the motivation you need is standing on the field right there with you. Mm-hmm. One scary thing I will say, I saw a Facebook post from the Highland Springs football page on Facebook where they listed all the seniors that will be honored. It's senior night, obviously, at Crider tonight, and it wasn't a very long list. Both quarterbacks weren't on it, and some other key players weren't on it, and I thought to myself, oh, boy, Highland Springs is going to be somebody you got to watch for for years to come. And I, I knew that, but when I saw it there in front of me on, on my t- uh, computer screen, I went, Whoa, they are very young and yet so good this year. There are certainly things that illustrate, you know, you know, we say they're always a, a formidable opponent no matter what. There are certain pictures, though, that when you see them make you realize things like, wow, and put things into perspective. You and I were both at Highland Springs signing day ceremony last year, yes. this past February, rather, where they had 22 players signed to play in college. Amazing. So we looked at that and we're like, my goodness, who's going to be back? <laughs> you know, <laughs> and, and now we sit here. Yeah. You know, eight and a half months later, mm-hmm. and you're looking at a team that is eight and one again. Uh, you know, hasn't seemed to fallen off the radar very much at all. Nope. Is right there where it was. And now we look at the Facebook post that you referenced, Rob, <laughs> and we're like, well, they're not losing anybody. <laughs> so so they're going to be good for a while. You know what I mean? And it's just kind of amazing how, you know, we talk about events like that and things that make us think about the team and, and, and what it's done and what it can do. And we think to ourselves, you know, at the end of the day, Highland Springs is still up there. It's just like Hermitage and Dinwiddie that we talk about all the time, too. You know, they're still they're still up there. They find ways to get it done. I mean, at the end of the day, Highland Springs is Highland Springs, right? That's exactly right. <laughs> exactly right. Let's stay in 5B. Uh, while we talk about that, we'll kind of pace the conversation based on the different regions and postseason implications and whatnot. Sure. We talked about Herm, talked about um, Highland Springs. Henrico tonight hosting Armstrong for senior night. Uh, they'll prohibitively be, be favored. They win. They are the three seed, so they'd host a game next week. We talked about the variety. And it wouldn't be Herm. It, and it, would, it would not be Herm. Congratulations, <laughs> yes. Warriors. Home game against someone else. Somebody else. <laughs> two yes. two. It will not be Herm. That's exactly right. In fact, fans, if it turns out that Bird wins tonight, Highland Springs beats Verina in some uh, way, shape, or form. You'd end up having Verina Bird in the first round of the 4-5 game, likely in Chester. Unless Verina gets the upset tonight, then that may change everything. But it's also possible that we could have a rematch of our game of the week from last week, next week, where Lee Davis went to Henrico, lost 27-20 with Dejan Anthony's huge night in the secondary, four interceptions, three in the red zone, including the game winner at midfield with moments to go, and just a phenomenal game. And, And head coach Cheryl Glasgow said that if we come back in two weeks, Mark, we have to bring soft batch baked cookies. He likes those. So I have to keep that in my back pocket just in case. I like those too. I grew up with those. My mom, my mother got those every single week at the store. And I remember always having more than I should because she'd always come down and ask me where they all went. (laughs) And it was rhetorical. She knew where they all went. But (laughs) but anyway, I digress. My daughter's the baker in the family. She'll be home this weekend. Maybe she can take care of that (laughs) for me because you you don't want to eat my cookies. But but we would be both. (laughs) Exactly. But, But we digress. 
digress. We right. digress. Lee Davis, of course, tomato bowl here tonight, top of the hour. We'll talk about that momentarily. But down below, it gets really crazy. Yeah. Tonight, we have deep run Mills Godwin, seven and eight right now in the mix. Now, it is possible that deep run could win this game and Mills Godwin could still back into the postseason. It's not probable, but it's possible because below them, you've got J.R. Tucker, who plays Glenn Allen. Glenn Allen wants to be the spoiler. Mm -hmm. You got Meadowbrook playing Hopewell. Hopewell knows they're going to likely be the three seed down in Region 3A. Meadowbrook has to win to have a chance. Prince George with an upset of Thomas Dale, number six Thomas Dale this week, with the Knights already knowing that they're going to be the three seed up in 6B, they have a chance to yep. get that eight seed. It's absolutely crazy. But number one, the first things first, deep run Mills Godwin. Uh, deep run a team that's played well all year, but they've had a couple of disappointing losses that has put them into this position. But what do you say about a Mills Godwin team that struggled the first half of the season yeah. just to score, much less win, and here they are, win, and they're in the postseason. Yeah, you know, we saw them uh, uh, last week against Douglas Freeman, and uh, they, their defense looked good. They pitched a shutout, obviously. Mm -hmm. um, now, some of that was, you know, against a struggling Freeman team, but when you, when you pitch a shutout this late in the season against an arch rival, I think it says something. Yes. Um, so, uh, but finding their stride, doing it a little bit late, but early enough, you know, to be able to extend their season. Mm -hmm. So, I mean, we think the winner of this game is in, right, Rob? Yes, the winner is yeah. in. Okay, winner's in, and then like you said, I mean, there's a chance the loser can, can back in, depending on what happens everywhere else. But, uh, but yeah, Godwin has really been able to kind of find its way and, and, and get some wins, and then they've won several in a row now, I believe. Mm -hmm. They beat Glenn Allen, yeah. uh, they beat Douglas Freeman, um, so they're, uh, they're, they're, you know, they're starting they're, to, to find it. They're so. peaking late. Yeah, exactly, which is what you want to do in football, peak at the right time. Exactly. So, um, so we'll see. I mean, this is, a, I, I like the ending on this one, and, and you know, if you thought last week was a rivalry game, <laughs> here's a rivalry game where essentially it's, 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 it's a crosstown rivalry where the, where the winner gets in. Yeah. So, um, you know, I think that the stakes could not be better for this one. No, fantastic uh, premise for this game, if you will. Deep run Mills Godwin coming up top of the hour at Axel Stadium. Right below them in ninth is J.R. Tucker. Now, they have Glenn Allen. Glenn Allen cannot make the playoffs, but knowing the history between the Jags and the Tigers that dates back to 2011, I know it's a short history, but it's a pretty storied one already. Mm -hmm. Glenn Allen would love nothing more than to make sure J.R. Tucker misses the postseason. Yeah, and you know, we saw Glenn Allen. Glenn Allen's a team that has been in a lot of games, I feel like. Yes. And we saw them jump up and, and possibly be the reason that Freeman will miss the playoffs this year. Mm -hmm. um, you know, so, so they, they're used to that spoiler. Now, at that time, I don't think they were thinking spoiler. It was earlier in the season. But a chance to do it again here against a Tucker team that we've seen good and bad from as well. A chance for them to get the 500 record after just two wins last year. Obviously, you know, I'm sure they're salivating at the mouth a little bit to, uh, to, to get out there. And, and, you know, in a sense, it gives your last game meaning. You know, mm -hmm. if you can be the reason where one of your rivals doesn't make the playoffs, you know, you know you're not going to make it. So why not go out there? You have nothing to lose. And, Rob, some of the most dangerous teams we've seen are teams that have nothing to lose. So that's Devin Flowers trying to run wild on the Tigers coming up top of the hour senior night down on Staples Mill Road on the sidelines pregame powered by Sheehy Ford of Ashland rolls on here on the game of the week. Uh, we mentioned Cosby LC Bird tonight. Bird with a win likely if Highland Springs beats Verina will get a home game as the fourth seed in round one up in 5B. Down below a couple of teams south side mark to talk about quickly that with wins could make that number eight seed yeah. there in five. Meadowbrook with a chance against a hope
Caleb World team that's now struggling a bit, six and three after two yep. losses to two very good teams, yes. mind you. But Meadowbrook coming off a, a stubbing of the toe against Petersburg, a game most thought they would win. And if they had, they'd be in much better playoff position tonight. Now it's win and get help. Yeah, absolutely. And, and, and uh, Rob, I think you and I are the same, but we don't predict games yeah. that we're, we're, we're covering. On paper, I think it was fair to say that Meadowbrook was favored against Petersburg last week. Yes. You know, so a surprise and, 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 and Crimson Wave, great win. Good for you guys. That was a good win last week. Um, but now, yeah, you're, you're at a sense where, you know, you have to turn around and, and beat a Hopewell team that, you know, was was on a pretty good six-game winning streak there before kind of, like you said, stubbing, stubbing its toe against two very, very, very good teams. Oh, yeah. um, so a, a chance, Meadowbrook has to look at this as an opportunity because they, they win, they need they need some help too. But uh, winning, beating a six-win team would definitely kind of vault them into a good position. And, uh, you know, then you kind of just let the chips fall where they may. Yeah, J.R. Tucker's rooting for Hopewell to beat Meadowbrook, rooting for Thomas Dale to beat Prince George, and then those two teams would be out of the way and it would be down to three, it would be down to Deep Run, Godwin, and J.R. Tucker. Two would get in, one would not. Uh, they're at the bottom of 5B. Now, while we're talking about Colonial District teams, Mark, let's turn the page a bit over to 3B and give credit where credit's due to Thomas Jefferson. Yes. Jalen Jackson with eight touchdowns yeah. last week down near Roanoke and the big one over William Campbell. First winning season for this program as an independent school as Thomas Jefferson since 1976. Now, we don't count the back in the 80s for those of you who were in high school back in those days here in the Richmond area, such as yours truly, you'll remember <laughs> the consolidation era when it was Jefferson Huguenot with, you had Marshall Walker and you had Armstrong oh, Kennedy. Kennedy. Yes, right. there were three teams in with eight schools consolidated. So we don't talk about those days, but when we're talking about TJ as a program itself, uh, Marshall still with a win tonight could make the postseason in 3B. TJ already knows they're the number one seed, but they, I'm sure, still have a lot to play for in what has been a season to remember. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, at this point, guys, let's keep racking up these wins. This is great. I mean, you know, to go into your final game, your 10th game of the season, already knowing you locked up the top seed in your region. I mean, congratulations, Vikings. I mean, that's amazing. And and Jalen Jackson, eight touchdowns. Um, this offense has really been impressive, I think. I mean, you know, they're winning all the shootouts. I mean, yeah. Caroline was the only one that they lost. And that very well easily could have been a win. I think, you know, the defense will see improvement the more it plays. And I think, you know, now we're getting into a, a spot where they want to see it kind of start to peak, as we talked about Godwin. But uh, but my goodness, I mean, you know, I don't even know what to say about, about <laughs> TJ. I mean, it, it's, 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 a, it's a great accomplishment for them. Their offense has been great. Jalen Jackson is the grease that makes the wheels go. And uh, we saw that last week and, and, you know, going on the road and getting a huge win. And uh, and now, you know, it's it's take care of your crosstown rival and yep. then get ready for the uh, postseason. And a very good possibility, depending upon what happens at the bottom of that bracket, that Armstrong could be their first round opponent next week if they hold at the eighth seed, which a is where they game. are. And it would be a home. home game. And, right. and when we were out there talking to them earlier in the season, no one could really remember when the last <laughs> the last nope. time TJ had hosted a playoff game. So, so I'm sure they're looking forward to that. Let's quickly go over to Region 4B because Patrick Henry is in there. We know pretty much who the teams are going to be in the postseason. We know who the home teams will be in round one. We got four unbeatens at 9-0 and tonight. Dinwiddie playing Colonial Heights. Monacan playing a Huguenot team that's still fighting for a playoff spot at the bottom of that region. Louisa finishes at Fluvanna. Fluvanna just a two-win team. Eastern View playing the team that's trying to jump in at the last minute in 4 
for, and that's King George. But if all the undefeateds win at 10 and 0 mark, it'll probably be Dinwiddie, Monica, and Louisa Eastern view the seedings as we go in. More importantly, let's go down to the bottom part. Yeah. You got Midlothian at five right now, just tenths of a point ahead of Patrick Henry in six. Mm -hmm. They got to go to, uh, and play James River at home in the Coal Bowl. James River is fighting for a home playoff game in round one up in 6B because they need to win and either Riverbend lose tonight or Riverbend wins and James River picks up some more points and hangs on to that four spot so that they can host in the swamp. So James River Midlothian is going to be huge. Obviously, our game of the week is going to be huge. And then right below them, you've got Cortland, you've got Huguenot fighting unbeaten Monacan, and King George lurking if they pull off the huge upset. It's enough to make your head spin. Yeah, my head is spinning. Uh, you think this is radio, not TV. Um, it's, uh, it's, it's awesome. We've talked about this for a while now, but uh, we talked to Midlothian uh, earlier in the week, and, uh, I mean, they're excited out there. I mean, you know, it's their first, it'll be the first, as you, you pointed out last week, their first playoff appearance since 86, 86. Which, is, which is terrific. Um, and a lot on the line here. Maybe there's some uh, some juice jolted back into this rivalry with James River. Oh, yeah. Two first-year head coaches, two teams fighting for, uh, you know, improved playoff position. Uh, so, so a lot on the line here, and I think it's going to be, you know, we're so used to Midlothian being kind of a doormat, so to speak, in, mm -hmm. in, in, the, in the Dominion District, that now, watch out, don't sleep on them. And, yep. and that's good. And, and just the, the mindset out there and the, the mentality and the morale, I think it's just all very improved. Um, you know, we saw James River in our game of the week give, give Monikin a run for its money uh, a couple weeks ago uh, in that uh, the Henderson Bowl. So, yeah, I mean, I think things are going really, really well and uh, for both teams, and I think this is a, a fun way to end. Down in three, Petersburg's got to beat Matoica and maybe get some help if they want to get just into the playoffs there in 3A along with Hopewell, who right now is in as the three seed. A couple of games got to mention real quick. Tomorrow, Collegiate St. Chris with their annual rivalry. That's a one o'clock kick at St. Christopher's. Amelia Goochland tonight down in 2A. Goochland trying to finish undefeated. They have an outside shot at the number one seed should Pocosin fall tonight. It is within their grasp, but Pocosin has to lose. If Pocosin wins, Goochland will be the two seed going into the postseason next week. Now let's turn our attention here to Hanover County, Mark, before we wrap things up. Sure. Atley Hanover tonight. It's been the hottest rivalry in the county this decade. This year, a lot of the shine taken off because of disappointing seasons for both teams. Neither will make the postseason. So that obviously brings up the storyline. Hey, if you want to win, finish the season right, a disappointing campaign, right. beat your arch rival. Why not finish it off with a win against a team you dislike the most? That's exactly. Right. So that's going to be a good one. This has always been a, like you said, Rob, a fun game to cover since I've gotten here in 2011. Um, you know, some of the years have had higher stakes than others, and it's been earlier in the season. But it's kind of cool they're ending the season against each other. Mm -hmm. You know, it's a neat, a neat little twist now. Um, you know, and, and for the reason that you pointed out, that now, hey, you know, it's something to play for again for both teams that have struggled. But, you know, also when these teams get better, and they will, they'll get good again. Um, and they're young. They're both young. Mm -hmm. um, so, uh, you know, when that happens, I mean, you know, that it'll be fun when, when this is, you know, kind of, you know, teams with six or seven wins battling each other for for, for improved standings. So uh, it'll be fun to see you can kind of gain some off momentum into the offseason and, and kind of take it from there. Yep. Somebody will get the win tonight. They're Hanover moments away. And, of course, Tomato Bowl 59 here in a moment. Patrick Henry fighting to be at least the five seed in their region. Lee Davis doesn't want to drop to seven. They, they'll stay at six if they have to. They'd love to go up to five if somehow Cosby pulls off the huge upset tonight. So both with a lot to play for, but both knowing they will play next week. Yeah, exactly, uh, which is which is nice. I mean, you know, it's
it's it's nice to go in knowing that it's not your last week. Now, with that said, I mean, there's there's some stake here. You know, it's it's kind of cool talking to you about all these Hanover County rivalries, Rob, because I learned a lot about them myself <laughs> talking to you. But uh, but they're also there. It's a big deal up there. I yes, mean, it's, it is. It's, it's a real big deal. They take a lot of pride in kind of being kings of the county. And, um, you know, I think, uh, you know, Lee Davis now has a chance to kind of do that because this would give them the sweep. Is that right? Oh, yes. Yeah. You know, that, that, that makes it a lot to play for. So another little uh, sidebar storyline, however you want to phrase it. But, uh, yeah, Lee Davis has looked good uh, at points this season. Um, I thought they looked better last week. It was the first time during a loss that they looked good. Yes. Um, so uh, so that was good for them, I thought, playing a good team. And then uh, Patrick Henry has, you know, been up and down. But, uh, but you know, they've shown that they can, they can jump up and, and, and bite anybody, especially with kind of the dueling QBs they have. And the last time PH won in the Tomato Bowl, three years ago in Mechanicsville. Some moments away from Tomato Bowl 59. Later tonight, we crunch all the numbers and get the playoff projections. It's our version of election night coverage. <laughs> yeah. And it'll all begin. We'll have the Massey Winter West scoreboard show here on the game of the week right after the game. And then following that, we head down to NBC 12. Mark, Matt will be live on TV at 11.15 with all the scores and highlights. And then, of course, Facebook Live afterwards. Mark, tee us up. Yeah, sure. Give us a preview. Yeah, sounds great, Rob. Yeah, uh, Matt is going to be live at Highland Springs, obviously, for that big East End arch rivalry between uh, Highland Springs and Verona. And then 11.15 on the sidelines. And I'm, I'm happy you brought up on the sidelines extra at 11.15, or 11.33, rather, because, you know, we really enjoy engaging with you guys and chatting with you guys. But this one's going to be really fun because we're going to be able to hopefully bring you. Now, it'll be unofficial, obviously, until the numbers come out officially on Monday. But we'll get to bring you who's in, who's out. You know, it's kind of like the selection show for the NCAA <laughs> tournament. You know, we'll be able to kind of, you know, tell you who's in and, and, and what our calculations are showing and which should line up, you know, right on with the VHSLs. But, um, you know, I know Rob and, and, and Matt, one of our production guys, have really been uh, working hard at the numbers. And, uh, you know, so th tonight's On the Sidelines Extra, I think, will be especially fun is what I'm saying. It really will be. So I hope you'll join us with your questions at Facebook.com slash NBC 12 News. Facebook.com slash NBC 12 News. And Mark Davis, next week, we'll talk playoffs here on the pregame show. Thanks for being with us. Hey, thank you, Rob. I'll cue up the uh, Jim Mora soundboard before we get in here. Uh, yes, please do. <laughs> Back with the kickoff. Tomato Bowl 59 is next on the game of the week on 1029 The Mater and the RVA Sports Ford of Ashland with the largest inventory of Fords in the Mid-Atlantic says fall head over deals up to 40% off MSRP or 0% financing for up to 72 months. Sheehy is proud to present its military appreciation program with savings and additional discounts for active duty military reserve, retired military, dependent families, and now law enforcement. It's easy at Sheehy. Sheehy Ford of Ashland. Route 1 just south of Ashland. Online at SheehyFordAshland.com. Hardest working farm tool is usually kept right in your pocket. By insuring your car with Virginia Farm Bureau, you support farming, agriculture, and the Virginia way of life. And you become a friend of the farm, meaning you'll get personalized service, fast claims processing, and competitive rates. It's simple. All you have to do is drive. Go to vfbinsurance.com now for a free online auto quote. Virginia Farm Bureau with offices in Ashland and Mechanicsville. Go to vfbinsurance.com now for more information. When you crack the door open at the England Street Tavern in Ashland, you're treated like family. And like many families, not everyone always agrees on things like their favorite race car driver, musical group, or favorite football team. But here's one thing we can agree on. The England Street Tavern is the best live music venue north of the James. The England Street Tavern provides local and regional entertainment Wednesday, Friday, and Saturday nights. Whether you love NASCAR, football, basketball, hockey, you name it, these guys have your game or race on one of their 17 huge TVs. You can enjoy daily food specials and 
and choose one of the 12 different varieties of hot wings or dig into one of their eight delicious burgers. Be sure to stop by the England Street Tavern for lunch and shoot pool for free. We could also agree that there is something for everyone at 407 England Street. You can challenge your friends to compete in the cornhole tournament. Test your knowledge on Tuesday nights with trivia. And every Thursday is college night. And students love taking the stage for karaoke. Check them out on Facebook for live music, sports, and the best burgers and wings. Like them on Facebook. Search England Street Tavern. If you can't seem to stay ahead of your bills, then this message is for you. How would you like to have a large portion of your credit card debt, medical bills, and department store debt forgiven? National Credit Card Relief would like to give you free information on a proven debt forgiveness program. This program has been used by thousands to legally forgive millions in unsecured debt. It's not bankruptcy. It's not consolidation. This special program actually wipes clean the portion of your debt that is forgiven from what you owe your creditors. Call for free information and get all your questions answered in the first free call. The more you owe, the more you can save. If you have at least $10,000 or more in credit card bills, this debt forgiveness program can be very effective. Call for free information and find out more now. 800-546-2909. There is no cost or obligation for the information. Don't wait. Call 800-546-2909. That's 800-546-2909. Get your debt problem solved. Call 800-546-2909 today. In the wake of a disaster, what one thing can you send that will help people the most? A blanket, a tent, a sandbag, a doctor. Actually, if you send a monetary donation, you send all these things. Even a small donation can make a big impact and can quickly become exactly what people affected by disaster need most. In the wake of a hurricane, your monetary donation can make a huge difference to those in need. To donate, visit supporthurricanerelief.org. That's supporthurricanerelief.org. Brought to you by the Ad Council. Indeed, indeed, it's Friday night. Your radio's on, or maybe you're with us online as we get set for Tomato Bowl 59, National Anthem in the Books. Senior night for Lee Davis just complete, and we come back to you live here in Mechanicsville on WHA in Ashland and W275BQ Ashland. It's the regular season finale, and for the 59th time, the Patrick Henry Patriots and the Lee Davis Confederates renew the oldest rivalry in Hanover County and one of the oldest rivalries in the Commonwealth of Virginia. Top of the hour, coin toss on the way in a moment. Two teams will come out as well, and we'll get things underway. couple of other quick notes while we wait for the coin toss and the teams to arrive. Number one, the other big rivalry night matchup in Hanover County about to get started not too far from here up on Route 301. It's been a disappointing season for both Atley and Hanover. They both come in with a record of 2-7. and seven. Somebody will get a win tonight and some momentum into the offseason, but neither will make the playoffs. And while you were listening to our conversation with Mark Davis, Thomas Jefferson wrapped up a 27 to 20 win over John Marshall in a game that was supposed to be tonight. It was canceled briefly yesterday for security concerns, and then it was rescheduled for today at four. So the Vikings finished seven and three in the regular season. First regular season winning season uh, outside of the consolidation era of the 1980s. Since 1976, they are the number one seed in Region 3B. The other important news coming out of that final score is that Goochland in 2A and Essex in 1A each get two bonus points for the TJ victory because they beat the Vikings earlier this year. Lee Davis comes down into the near sideline getting ready for Tomato Bowl 59. Patriots will come out in just a moment from the far sideline. Right now, what we're waiting for 
is the official coin toss, and we'll find out who's going to get the football first and get Tomato Bowl 59 underway here on WHAN. It's going to be a crazy night, fans, keeping you posted across our Twitter network of all the action on this week 11. And we'll find out who's in the postseason and who's not. We should have most all the answers by the end of the night. And, of course, all the highlights on On the Sidelines, NBC 12 at 1115. And then right after that, I hop into the studio with Mark Davis. Mark and I host On the Sidelines Extra only on Facebook Live. We'll have playoff projections, extended highlights, and we'll take your questions. Facebook.com slash NBC12 News. That's Facebook.com and NBC12 News. And that starts right after On the Sidelines signs off on TV. So On the Sidelines at 11.15 on NBC12, On the Sidelines Extra on NBC12's Facebook page at about 11.34. And we'll be live, take your questions, and have the playoff projections. The Patriots and Patrick Henry under first-year head coach Keith Braxton now come out to the far sideline. Patriots have won the toss and have elected to receive. So we will see the Patriot offense first up tonight. The last time the Patriots won the Tomato Bowl, it was three years ago on a September night right here in Mechanicsville when Hunter Hart was a freshman. Last week was his senior night for the class of 2018. Hart and company getting set to get the football to start. This, the 59th edition of the Tomato Bowl. Lee Davis leads the series 30-28. to 28. Patrick Henry won a playoff encounter between the two back in their state championship year of 1994. And of note, it's the first Tomato Bowl as head coach for Keith Braxton at Patrick Henry, who, of course, of course, played in the Tomato Bowl under legendary head coach Ray Long back in the early 1990s. It's time to kick things off, fans. Thanks for being with us for the Week 11 edition of the Game of the Week, Tomato Bowl 59. Joe Hudnall set to kick at the 40, and we are underway. High kick, a bit short, taken at the 29 by Devin Coles. Looking up the middle, 35, runs into a few tacklers at the 37-yard line, and the Patriots will get started first and 10. So an eight-yard return and a first down to start the game at the 37. First down, Patriots. Lee Davis has won eight consecutive games against Hanover County opponents. Their last loss was on closing night 2014, 63-35 to the Atlee Raiders. They're looking for their third straight 3-0 season in the county. First down and 10 from the 37-yard line and a penalty marker on the field. And we may have a procedure penalty before Patrick Henry can get their first playoff, and that is the call. False start, Patrick Henry, back him up to the 32. First and 15. Fans who want to check out Lee Davis Senior Night festivities, we've got them right now on Twitter at Hanover Sports, thanks to our Noah Matthews. He'll have updates on the field all night tonight at NOAA 9700, part of our Twitter network from the RBA Sports Network. Patriots now working in an early hole, first and 15 after the false start penalty. First score update of the night coming up next on the Virginia Farm Bureau in-game scoreboard. Handoff, Oxendine gets around the corner. Tripped up, falls forward at the 40-yard line. Zach Lass makes the tackle from behind, and a good thing he did for Lee Davis fans. Otherwise, Oxendine's around the corner for big yardage, a first down, and likely more. So it'll be to the 40. That's a gain of eight and a second down and seven. 
On the board early tonight, C.J. Donaldson with the touchdown for L.C. Bird. They take a 7-0 lead on senior night in Chester against Cosby. From the Virginia Farm Bureau in-game scoreboard. Second and eight from the 40 for Patrick Henry. We are just underway at Tomato Bowl 59. Hart looking to pass over the middle. Incomplete and no flag on the field. Although I got to tell you, fans, intended receiver was Terrence Oxendine. And Zach Lash pushed him in the back right before the football got to him. Patriots have a beef there. Could have been an interference penalty. It was not. And instead, it'll be third down and eight. A very quick touchdown for Hanover. And they just take a 7-0 lead at home on Atley on rivalry night over there between the Hawks and Raiders. Our Andy Losey on Twitter with video updates tonight at Andy underscore L-O-C-E 15. And, of course, we're retweeting everything on Hanover Sports. First third down of the night is a third and eight. Hart rolling to his right, looking to pass, got plenty of time, throws over the middle and incomplete, overthrowing his intended receiver. And so it's going to be three and out and a punt, 58 seconds into the game. So they're going to punt from their 40. And Kamar McCauley will go back deep for Lee Davis at about his 25-yard line. Of course, Kamar had that really tough night last week with Dejon Anthony picking off four different passes. McCauley thinking about coming up, thought there might have been a fake on. Hart kicks it away. Nice high kick, and it's also going to take an angle out of bounds deep in Lee Davis' territory. That was a beautiful kick by Hart, and Lee Davis will take over at their own 15-yard line with 10.55 to go here in quarter number one. Patrick Henry, you're rooting for James River to beat Midlothian tonight. Our first Cole Bowl update is in. 32-yard field goal for the Trojans, and they lead 3-0 over James River early in the first quarter. So 45-yard punt, no return. And Lee Davis starts at their own 15-yard line. Zach Lass under center, handoff Rice, immediately wrapped up behind the line of scrimmage, and he will lose one to the 14-yard line. Nice pursuit right in the middle of that defensive line by the Patriots, and it'll be second and 11. Verona Highland Springs underway. Deep run Mills Godwin underway, all with huge playoff implications, especially that latter one. Second and 11 from the 14-yard line. Back to Rice, this time right side, trying to get around the corner. Caught and driven out of bounds. Right about at the line of scrimmage. And it will be third down now. They're going to put the football, let's see, at about the 19-yard line. So a little gain there for Rice second time around. Third down, we'll call it seven. Last side of the pistol this time. Two wide receivers, far side, one to the near. 9.45 to go. Last over the middle. Looks, got a man complete, and then drops it at the 35-yard line. Jameer Johnson had it. And then the big stick by Alex Sikar in the secondary to char the ball away. And the Patriot defense holds quickly. 
and they will get the football back. 9.39 to go, first quarter. As Lee Davis punts from their own 19. Oxendine back here at about the 45. Last high kick, but very short. Lee Davis got to get out of the way to make sure it doesn't hit them. And then it does at the Patrick Henry 35 or 36-yard line. So a high short punt, no return. And the Patriots in great field position. It's going to be at the Lee Davis 36. Nothing, nothing, 9.29 to go here in the first quarter. On Tomato Bowl 59, live on 1029 The Mater. And our friends listening live tonight, both on the RVA Sports Network at rvasportsnetwork.com and on the TuneIn Radio app on Radio. Man in motion, Devin Coles. Read option, Hart will keep it up the middle, run into Jalen Hargrove and fall forward for two or three yards. We'll call it again a two to the 34, and it'll be second down and eight. Let's see if we got second down. Second and eight. From the Lee Davis 34. Now, this game tonight, man, when you get on the opponent's side of the field, you've got to get points. So an early opportunity here for the Patriots. They'll bring Coles in motion this time. Pitch it to Devin. And he gets caught behind the line of scrimmage. Ned Anthony. Oh, how many times have we called his name this season? The senior coming up with a huge play. A loss back to the 40 three-yard line. That is a nine-yard loss. And now suddenly the Patriots are working third and far. Third down. They've got to get to the 26. Third and 17. Third down. 17. Hard to pass. Looking over the middle, throws, overthrows his intended receiver, tipped and almost intercepted by Zach Lass at the about the 26, which is where they needed to go to get the first down. So Ned Anthony's big tackle for loss is the big difference. And Patrick Henry loses a golden opportunity to get some early points. And with 809 to go in the first, They can make the decision to go for it, even though it's fourth and 17. But I would think early on tonight, you'd want to get some good field position and pin Lee Davis as deep as you could. And that's what Hart will do. Kind of a twirling kick, angling for the sideline, not going to make it. Now the question, does it go into the end zone? And yes, it does. And it's a touchback. So the Hart punt goes into the end zone. And Lee Davis takes over at their own 20. It's scoreless, 8.02 left here in the first quarter. Tomato Bowl, 59. Ladies and gentlemen, Interception for deep run Mills Godwin. It's a Mills Godwin interception. And midway through the first quarter in a must-win game, Eagles up early, 3-0. First and 10. They bring on the shift. Anthony now in the I formation. It's the 
Fullback, they give it to Rice, up the middle, breaks a tackle, breaks a second, into the open field. He's at midfield, to the 40, to the 30, tries to stay in bounds, and finally brought down all the way to the Patrick Henry 18-yard line. 62 yards for Josh Rice. He had a ton of 60-plus yard plays in September, fans. Hasn't had many sets, but gets one there. Josh Rice for 62 yards, and Lee Davis is in the red zone at the PH 18 with 7.50 to go here in quarter number one. Patrick Henry had good field position in Lee Davis territory, couldn't take advantage of it. Now can Lee Davis do it in the red zone? Tight formation. The eye again. First down, back to Rice. Right side, breaks one tackle, gets to the 10, and down near the 9-yard line. Close to 9 yards for Josh Rice. And it'll be second down. They're going to officially say it was an 8-yard gain to the 10. Second down and 2. At the 10-yard line, they can get a first and goal at a just shy of the eight. So it's a little more like a second and one and a half. As the clock is reads now 7.20 to go here in the opening quarter. This time, McCauley far to the far side, and Jameer Johnson flanked out wide to the right. Second less than two. The up man, Anthony, gets it, breaks a tackle, spins, and will get first down yardage to the six and man, maybe the seven-yard line. So first and goal, Lee Davis. They'll put the football right at the seven. First and goal from the seven. 6.45 to go, first quarter. Here come the Confederates trying to take the lead early. Shift back to the usual eye formation. From the seven, back to Rice, looking up the middle, eludes one man, gets held up at about the three, stood up there by a host of Patriots, including A.J. Norris. And it'll be a gain of four. It'll be second down and goal. Anthony with two carries so far tonight for seven yards. They're three yards away from taking the first lead of the night. Clock just under six minutes to go here in quarter number one. Lassa get under center. Fake to Rice. Wants to throw. Looks to the end zone and throws over Ned Anthony, who was covered greatly by the Patriots. Nothing there. Referees ask for time. Do we have a late flag here on the play? We may have a flag, and we do. It's an ineligible player downfield against Lee Davis. And that's a good break for Patrick Henry. Because in that situation. It should still be third down. They're not going to get to replay second. And the ball will get pushed back. So we'll stick the football. Let's see. want to say at about the 11 or 12. Just waiting for the officials to do it. And now head coach Keith Braxton coming out to talk to the head official briefly. So we have a stoppage of play here at 5.43 to go in the first quarter. Now, I would certainly think they would accept the penalty. 
They're going to put the football, yep, back to the eight. So there's the five yards. Five-yard penalty is going to still be second down. They will reset the down marker, though, to second down and goal, but this time from the eight-yard line. This time, pistol formation for last. Three wide receivers to the left side. Second and goal from the eight. Last is going to call his own number. Be patient. Cut up the middle. Fall forward. Inside the five to the two, maybe even the one. It is the one-yard line. Last, very patient on that called quarterback keep. And is able to find the hole and get to the one-yard line to make it third and goal from there. Third down and goal from the one-yard line. 5.15 to go in quarter number one. From the one, it's third and goal. Last to Rice, trying to get around right side. He'll dive into the end zone. Touchdown, Lee Davis Confederates. And the Confederates strike first tonight in Tomato Bowl 59. One yard touchdown run for Josh Rice. And that makes it six to nothing here early tonight. Point after attempt is coming from Hudnall. Out of the hold of Zach Lass. Extra point attempt is up, and it is good. 4.54 to go here in the first quarter. Our score, Lee Davis 7 and Patrick Henry nothing. Back after this 60-60-second timeout on the game of the week, you're listening to Tomato Bowl 59 on 102.9 The Mater and the RBA Sports Network. Massingwood and West Incorporated has been serving the Richmond and surrounding areas since 1923, offering the finest in home heating oil and propane gas. They also offer professional service and installation of standby generators, tankless water heaters, gas logs, and gas or oil furnaces. Call them today for all of your heating needs at 355-1721. That's 355-1721. Massey Wood and West. Sheehy Ford of Ashland, with the largest inventory of Fords in the Mid-Atlantic, says fall head over deals. Up to 40% off MSRP or 0% financing for up to 72 months. Sheehy is proud to present its military appreciation program with savings and additional discounts for active duty, military reserve, retired military, dependent families, and now law enforcement. It's easy at Sheehy. Sheehy Ford of Ashland, Route 1 just south of Ashland. Online at SheehyFordAshland.com. another short kick from Joe Hudnall and it'll be taken again by Coles for a brief gain to 30 and that's where Patrick Henry will take over first down and 10 with 447 to go in the first quarter and our school score here in tomato bowl 59 early on Lee Davis seven and Patrick Henry nothing the big drive there thanks to the early 62 yard run by Josh Rice which got things going they got in the red zone took a few plays but they were able to take care of business. On first down, Patriots run it around right side for a couple. Not much there. Looking to see who the ball carrier was on that play. 
It was Samandre Williams who got the call. And they're going to give him about two. To the 34. Second down. And eight. Lots of scores to catch up on in a moment, fans, on the Virginia Farm Bureau in-game scoreboard. Second down, Hart going to keep it himself. Finds some running room and advances to the 39-yard line. That's close to four or five yards, depending upon the spot of the football. It'll be a gain of four to the 38. It will be third down. That's going to bring up third down. Third down, and Patrick Henry is 0 for 2 in the third down conversion department tonight. This time, they need about four and a half yards. Hart going to run around the right side, and he's not going to get there. Just to the line of scrimmage, and that is all. Lee Davis snuffed that out very quickly. Williams tried to give a block, but there were just too many Confederates in the vicinity. And the Lee Davis defense holds again, and it will be fourth down. So another three and out for Patrick Henry. And three minutes to go here in the first quarter. They punt again. In Tomato Bowl 59, now down 7 nothing. On the fourth down, the kick wobbly toward the sidelines, and Lee Davis will get a good field position. With 2.35 to go here in the first quarter. Virginia Farm Bureau in-game scoreboard is rocking tonight. Number one, Dinwiddie, 14 nothing over Colonial Heights first quarter. Glenn Allen has scored to take an early 6-0 lead on J.R. Tucker. Senior night for the Jags. They're out of the postseason. It is a must-win for J.R. Tucker. They have to win and hope that Mills Godwin beats Deep Run. And they got to hope Hopewell beats Meadowbrook and Prince George beats Thomas Dale. So they're in the postseason. First down, jet sweep to McCauley. 45, gets a block, now tries to turn the other way, and he'll get just inside PH territory to the 49-yard line. So a whole lot of running for a six-yard gain for McCarr McCauley, and it'll be second down and four. 2.15 to go here in the first quarter. Zach will get the play and come on into the huddle. Virginia Farm Bureau in-game scoreboard update. Thomas Dale is rolling early on Prince George. The Royals' faint playoff hopes are fading even early tonight. 20 to nothing, Thomas Dale first quarter. As they get ready for the postseason in a rugged 6B. Handoff, Jameer Johnson got room right side. 45, gets that shoulder lowered down and is able to get to the 42-yard line. Seven for Jameer. And a first down for Lee Davis at a minute 39 to go here in the first quarter. So first down, Lee Davis at the Patrick Henry 42-yard line. They converted the point after attempt, so it's Glenn Allen 7 and J.R. Tucker nothing. 
Cole Bowl update in a moment for you Patrick Henry fans. You have some good news to hear. Here it's first and 10, Lee Davis at the Patriot 42. Handoff Johnson, patiently looking up the middle and brought down at the 38 after a gain of four. And it'll be second down and six. James River has scored. And they have added a two-point conversion. And the score makes it eight to six, the lead for James River in the Cole Bowl. Second down and six after the four-yard gain for McCauley. They'll bring Walzak in motion. Quarterback keeper last, looking for blockers. 35, cuts up the middle to the 32-and-a-half, 31-and-a-half yard line, and that'll be just enough for a Lee Davis first down. Gain near seven, so last has called his own number twice, and each time he's gained seven yards. Coming up on the final 20 seconds of the first quarter here in Tomato Bowl 59. We'll see if Lee Davis opts for another play. Shift the formation. They'll get it off with four to go. Johnson hits the hole and plows his way forward to the 27 for a gain of four. And... We have the end of the quarter, but do we have a penalty marker? That's a whole lot of whistles just to say it's the end of the quarter, but it is. End of one quarter tonight at Tomato Bowl 59. Lee Davis 7, Patrick Henry nothing. Back after this 60, 60-second timeout on the game of the week, you're listening to Tomato Bowl 59 exclusively on 1029 The Mater and the RBA Sports Network. When you crack the door open at the English Street Tavern in Ashland, you're treated like family. And like many families, not everyone always agrees on things like their favorite race car driver, musical group, or favorite football team. But here's one thing we can agree on. The England Street Tavern is the best live music venue north of the James. The England Street Tavern provides local and regional entertainment Wednesday, Friday, and Saturday nights. Whether you love NASCAR, football, basketball, hockey, you name it, these guys have your game or race on one of their 17 huge TVs. You can enjoy daily food specials and choose one of the 12 different varieties of hot wings or dig into one of their eight delicious burgers. Be sure to stop by the England Street Tavern for lunch and shoot pool for free. We can also agree that there is something for everyone at 407 England Street. You can challenge your friends to compete in the cornhole tournament. Test your knowledge on Tuesday nights with trivia. And every Thursday is college night. And students love taking the stage for karaoke. Check them out on Facebook for live music, sports, and the best burgers and wings. Like them on Facebook. Search England Street Tavern. Baby, I Live at Mechanicsville, Tomato Bowl 59 rolls into quarter number two. Rob with them along with you live on 1029 The Mater, 1430 AM, and live on the RBA Sports Network. And a welcome to our fans listening tonight on the TuneIn Radio app on Radial, R-A-D-I-A-L-L, R-A-D-I-A-L-L on the TuneIn app. We know we get fans listening online and on the app all around the earth, the, uh, the earth, the wonderful globe that we live in, <laughs> or on, I should say. Well, the atmosphere, gravity keeps us in, so technically in would be a correct phrase. We'll have to check back with Calvin at the station, see if he can give us a grammatical judgment on that. Second down and six from the 27. Last gives it to Jameer Johnson again, trying to go around right side and will not be able to make it as Jeff Miller comes up and makes a nice open field tackle. 
He'll be lucky to get back to the line of scrimmage. They're going to say he got forward to the 26. So a gain of one. And it will be third down. Just underway, 7-0 Lee Davis. Patrick Henry got the, the football in Lee Davis territory. Could not convert. They punted to Lee Davis. 62-yard run by Josh Rice. Set him up in the red zone and then Rice in from a yard out for the lone score of the night so far. Third and five from the 26. Lass in the pistol. Rice behind him. Johnson comes in motion. He's set. Lass is ready. Looking to pass. Got time. Looking for the end zone. There's Rice. Got it. Touchdown. Lee Davis. Confederates. Zach Lass. Josh Rice. 26 yards. And it's 13 to nothing. LD Pride. With 11.02 to go. Here in the first half. Point after coming from Hudnall. And last to hold. The kick is up, and the kick is good. 11.02 to the half, fans. It is 14-0, Lee Davis. We're back after this 60-60-second break on the game of the week. You're listening to Tomato Bowl 59 on 102.9 The Mater and the RBA Sports Network. Hardest working farm tool is usually kept right in your pocket. By insuring your car with Virginia Farm Bureau, you support farming, agriculture, and the Virginia way of life. And you become a friend of the farm, meaning you'll get personalized service, fast claims processing, and competitive rates. It's simple. All you have to do is drive. Go to vfbinsurance.com now for a free online auto quote. Virginia Farm Bureau with offices in Ashland and Mechanicsville. Go to vfbinsurance.com now for more information. Massey Wood and West Incorporated has been serving the Richmond and surrounding area since 1923, offering the finest in home heating oil and propane gas. They also offer professional service and installation of standby generators, tankless water heaters, gas logs, and gas or oil furnaces. Call them today for all of your heating needs at 355-1721. That's 355-1721. Massey Wood and West. Another Hudnall kick and another short Patriot return. Patrick Henry will start at their 30. Now working from a 14-point deficit on a 26-yard touchdown pass on third down. Zach Lass had all day to throw, and even into double coverage, Josh Rice got behind both defenders, and the pass was perfectly thrown. Hudnall 2-2 two and two on his extra point attempts. And Lee Davis looking for their ninth consecutive win against county rivals and looking for their third consecutive year of sweeping the rivals. Up 14-0 here with 10.58 to go. To the half. Man in motion, Devin Coles on first down. Hart's going to keep it, though. He'll go up the middle, absorb a hit, but get nice yardage. First down yardage to the 45-yard line. 15 for Hunter Hart. And a first down for the Patriots, and by far their best offensive play so far tonight. They got to win the war on the line of scrimmage. They got to get some holes for Hart, for Williams, for Oxendine. They've got the athletes, fans, but you got to turn them loose. And as it happens 99% of the time in football, you win the war on the line of scrimmage, you have the firm advantage. 
So now it's time for the Patriot offensive line to do some damage. First and 10 from the 45. Samandre Williams will keep it up the middle, and Jalen Hargrove will meet him at the 46-yard line after a gain of just one. And it'll be second down and nine. It's been a lot of fun, really, this year. One of the Lee Davis defensive aspects we've enjoyed the most are their defensive ends. Hargrove, bigger, taller, uh, stronger. But then you got Ty Mills on the other side. Not as big, but quicker, faster, shiftier. And they present a real problem to teams, even though they're not both the most bulky, you know, bulky defensive ends that you're going to find in the central region. But they're very patient, they're very disciplined, and they do their job very well. Second and nine, after the Samandre Williams one-yard run, Hart wants to pass. He's going to get hit. He's going to elude it. Get out of the pocket. Throw, pass, complete at the 40, to the 35, 30, 25, 20, and Jackson is gone. Touchdown, Patrick Henry Patriots. A 53-yard touchdown, which for a moment, looked like it was going to be a sack on Hunter Hart. All right, now the referees are coming around to confer. Now, I don't know if we have a late penalty flag on this play. That might negate the touchdown, so hold everything, fans. Right now, it's on the board as a 53-yard touchdown reception. About a 15-yard throw and 38 after the catch as Jackson eluded one man. Personal foul on Patrick Henry if it's and it's must be after the play because they I mean during the play because they did not say dead ball foul. Oh holy cow. What a huge break. Personal foul. It was committed as Jackson was trying to get down the sideline because the 15-yard markoff is going to put the football at the Lee Davis 45-yard line. Now, if it puts it there, that's enough for a first down. But it ain't a touchdown, which is what they had for a brief moment. to go, first half. And instead of 14-7, to it's still 14 to nothing. From the 45, it is a first down for the Patriots, and Samandre Williams loses the snap. And now he gets caught from behind back at his own 45-yard line. And we just talked about Ty Mills, and there he is to make the tackle. It is a loss of 10. And now Coach Braxton and his staff have got to find a way to get the psyche back for the Patriots. Mentally right now, they got to be really toughing it out, thinking, man, we scored a touchdown. It gets knocked off the board, and now a bad snap makes it second down and 20 back at their own 45-yard line. Second down, 20 yards to go. Blitz coming. Sakar in, gets it away, complete to Coles. Devin held up by McCauley and tackled at the 47-yard line by Josh Rice. First completion pass-wise of the night for the Patriots, but it only gets you two yards, and it's going to be third and 18 with 8.20 to go here in the first half. 
Virginia Farm Bureau in-game scoreboard update. Number two, Highland Springs seven. Number nine, Verina nothing. After one, in what has been a penalty-filled night so far at Kreider Stadium, courtesy of our buddy Matt Estridge at NBC 12, who we hope will sneak in and join us on On the Sidelines Extra later tonight. If he can get over from Kreider in time. Under eight to go in the half. Sakar barking out the signals. Blitz coming again. Here comes Lass and others. Alex has got to get out of there. He does. Looking. Throws. Under throws it. Up for grabs. Incomplete and a huge hit on the intended receiver, Kamar McCauley. The Lee Davis fans love the hit. The Patrick Henry fans are going nuts. Braxton is yelling helmet to helmet. Oxendine, the intended receiver. Check that. Not the intended receiver. He got up. The intended receiver looks like it's number 10. That's Noah Taylor, and he is not up. He is now getting up. He looks at the trainers, both Sarah and the trainer at Patrick Henry both come out, and now he's jogging off the field. He's like, guys, I got this. It's okay. But they're going to check him out, as they should. So an incompletion, a huge hit. And that... That would be touchdown off the board. Huge story here. Huge. Verina has just scored to open the second quarter, and they tie Highland Springs at seven at Kreider. Atlee has come back. They were down 14-0 at one point. They now lead. More on that in a moment. Fourth and 17. And Sakar will punt it away. Line drive to McCauley, who lost it. And the ball's on the ground, and the Patriots have it at the 26-yard line of Lee Davis. Jackson, whose touchdown was nullified, gets the recovery. But we have another penalty marker on the field back at the 43-yard line. So hold everything part two. We're waiting for the signal, fans, with 7.36 to go in the second quarter. Penalties against Lee Davis. You can mark that. Now, why is he pointing that way? Why is the referee pointing first down Lee Davis? Patrick Henry recovered the football at the 26. All right, we got complete confusion here, fans. And as soon as we have it figured out, we'll let you know. Holding, it's declined, and yes, now he's pointing in the right direction. So the LD penalty is declined, and Patrick Henry has the football off the fumble at the 26. 7.36 to go in the half. They need the score now. Hart back in, he's back to pass. Looking long, down to the corner, up for grabs, and in and out of the hands of Noah Taylor, incomplete. Pretty good coverage back there by Jameer Johnson. And it'll be second down and 10. Virginia Farm Bureau in-game scoreboard update. Goochland 21, Amelia 6, that game in the second quarter. J.R. Tucker has just scored. 
off a turnover by Glenn Allen, and they've made it now 14-7 Tucker. Second quarter, trying to stay alive in Region 5B. Second and 10, Hart will roll to his left, looking, 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 dumping it off and almost intercepted. Incomplete behind his intended receiver, Darius Kelly, had the best chance at that football. And Hunter Hart is 0 of 5 tonight because the one completion he had got called back on the penalty of the personal foul that negated the touchdown that PH is now desperately trying to score. Hanover was up at 1.14-0, and Atlee has scored 19 unanswered. And with 9.26 to go in the half, Raiders 19, Hawks 14. Our Andy Losey, man, he's on top of that game tonight. Louisa, 27-6 over Fluvanna. Late first quarter, another big night for them. We expected that. They'll be 10-0 heading into the Region 4B playoffs next week. Patrick Henry is a possible first-round opponent. Here, third and 10 from the 26, and penalty markers come in. I think PH took too much time. You cannot take a delay of game call in your opponent's territory trying to get the touchdown that you lost due to a penalty, and now you commit another penalty. Way too many mental mistakes for the Patriots in this first half of play. One of the reasons why it's Lee Davis 14 and Patrick Henry nothing. Mark off the five, back to the 31. It's third down now and 15. Here comes the house going after Sakar. Alex puts it up and nobody in the vicinity. Devin Coles, the closest there. Lee Davis brought the heat and the Patriots never had a chance. And it'll be fourth and 15 at the 31. This is not field goal territory. And I don't think you punt here. I think you go for it. From the 31, Mills Godwin has just scored to up their lead on deep run to 10-0 at Axel Stadium under three minutes to go to the half. The winner is in in Region 5B. Patriots are going for it. They better hurry. It's going to be another delay a game. Fourth and 15, Sikar. Going to keep it himself up the middle, run into Jalen Hargrove at the 28-yard line, and the drive is dead. And Lee Davis navigates some dangerous waters. But they needed, what, 15, and they got three. And Lee Davis will take over. We've got a penalty marker here on the Lee Davis sideline. It just came out, and it's like 15 seconds after the whistle. Holy cow, what's going on here? After the play. Oh, this is a sideline warning against Lee Davis. Okay. No, nothing there. In the sense that on the warning, there's no mark off. If they do it again, it'll be a five-yard penalty. So Lee Davis at their own 31, up 14-0 with 7.07 to go to the half here in Tomato Bowl 59. Now they're ready. Pistol formation for Lass on first down. Hargrove is out here to the left. Johnson gets the call, cuts up the middle to the 32-yard line. 
And so a gain of about four, and it'll be second down and six. So Glenn Allen and J.R. Tucker. Tucker now leads 14-7 in a must-win situation. Deep run, Godwin, winner to the playoffs, loser on the on the brink, and Godwin up 10-0 late second quarter. Here it's second down. We'll call it six at the 33. 6.30 to go in the half at Tomato Bowl 59. I formation, last under center, back to Johnson, cuts up the middle, runs into Hunter Hart, and we'll get to the 36-yard line. That's a gain of close to three, and it'll bring up a third down. Quick reminder that Lee Davis will get the football to start the second half. So that puts even more of an onus of responsibility on the Patriots to find some points here before we hit intermission. From the 36, they got to get to the 39. It's third down and a short three for Lee Davis. Lass turns, fakes, rolls, throws. Anthony complete first down, 40, 45 midfield. 45, and then a host of Patriots finally knock him out of bounds at the Patrick Henry 46-yard line. 20 yards and a first down. And by our count, that's the first completion for last tonight. Oh, that's right. Check that. He had the touchdown of 26. My apologies, that one didn't get in the playbook here. And now it has. Occasionally we'll miss a touchdown because we're so busy tweeting and getting into commercial break. 5.15 to the half, Lasso rolled to his right, turn around and get sacked. Tried to switch places on the field, get back toward the near sideline, and that won't happen. Kyle Childress with the sack all the way back to the Lee Davis 45. That's a nine-yard loss. Nine-yard loss for Lass. Childress on the sack. Second and 19 from the 45. Walzak will check out. Lass comes in with the play. 4.40 to go in the half. Here at Tomato Bowl. 59. Lass out of the pistol this time. Patriots need a stop. Lass will go down again. Another sack. This one back to the 36, maybe the 35-yard line. A host of Patriots that time. They swallowed Lass up for a big loss. That's a nine-yard loss again. We'll give credit to Cedric Carter for leading the charge and the Patriots on offense have struggled but here on defense putting up a stop that they need to give their guys the ball back and zach lass has limped off the field and they're looking at his ankle during a timeout sarah savato the the um trainer here at lee davis is immediately taking last year to the near sideline and there's a developing story we need to take a look at. Touchdown at Lee Raiders, Cameron Foreman 
And Atley has scored 26 unanswered points. And they lead at Hanover 26-14 with 4.47 to go. And Andy Losey got the Foreman touchdown. You need to see that video. We just retweeted it at Hanover Sports. That's at Hanover Sports. 26-14, Atlee leads Hanover 4.47 to the break. Out of the timeout, simple handoff and nothing there. Josh Rice swallowed up for a loss of one to the 35. And boy, did the Patriot defense come to play in that series. Two nine-yard sacks, and it's going to bring up a fourth down and a country mile. And Lee Davis will have to kick it away. Austin Testerman, the sophomore, comes in for the kick. Terrence Oxendine is at his 33. High snap. Testerman's able to get it. It's a high kick, but it's short. It'll take a Patrick Henry bounce, then a Lee Davis bounce, and will be down at the 42-and-a-half-yard line. They'll mark it the 43. So two big Patriot sacks. Force the Lee Davis punt. And Patrick Henry takes over at their own 48-yard line. Let's correct ourselves there. Down 14-0, 3-12 left here in the first half. First and 10 Patriots from the 48. Update from Atley Hanover. Another touchdown there. And Patrick Henry's got some confusion, and they have to burn their first time out with 3.12 to go in the half gives us a chance to tell you freshman Eric Rankin has scored a Hanover touchdown and with 3.55 to go to the break. It is Raiders 26 and Hawks 21. 26-21. Atley, that 26-0 run is over. Cosby on the board with a field goal just before the half, but looks like Elsie uh, Bird's going to go to the break with a 15-3 lead at home on senior night. And again, Elsie Bird wins tonight. They hope Highland Springs can beat Verina. If that happens next week, Verina goes to Elsie Bird in the 4-5 game in round one. We'll go through all the playoff implications coming up on the halftime report. First down, Oxendine with the football. They need to cut the music off. That's not supposed to play during game action. Oxendine around left side, and he's able to get a 12-yard gain. And enough for a first down for the Patriots. First down, they'll put him down at the 41-yard line. Three minutes to go in the first half. Back to the line come the Patriots. And a man goes early. Looks like the right guard. 
and we'll have a penalty marker and a five-yard mark off against Patrick Henry. With 2.45 to go to the break, and it'll be first and 15, and this is, I think, the third time tonight we've seen a first and 10 become a first and 15. Virginia Farm Bureau in-game scoreboard update, Devin Flowers, 58-yard touchdown run, and Glenn Allen, just like that, retakes the lead over J.R. Tucker. 21-14 is the score in the second quarter. Tucker has to win for any hopes of the postseason. If they lose, their season is likely over. Fake the handoff up the middle, goes Hart, and he'll be able to get to the 32-yard line. Now, fans, we need to make a correction. The left guard was drawn off by Lee Davis. They called encroachment against the Confederates. And so that made it a first and five, not a first and 15. From here, it looked like it was an easy illegal procedure penalty, but he was drawn off. And that made it a first and five, and Hart runs for four. So now it's a second and one for Patrick Henry at the Lee Davis 32. With two minutes to go in the first half in Tomato Bowl 59. The man in motion, it's the jet sweep to Oxendine. 30, 26-yard line, out of bounds, first down, and a gain of six for Terrence. Patriots approaching the red zone. They'll stop the clock to move the chain, and it should stay stopped because he went out of bounds at the 26-yard line. Dinwiddie up on Colonial Heights big. Thomas Dale big on Prince George. Dinwiddie clinches number one and 4B with a win, no matter what happens to Monica or Louisa tonight. Exhibition basketball, they've hit the half at Siegel Center. VCU leads Virginia Union 43-28. to they start playing for real a week from tonight. Patriots got a hurry. First and 10. They're going to get another delay a game call. Hard out of the pistol. Oxendine in motion. Pass. Far side to Coles. And it is caught inside the 10 and down to the 8-yard line. And that is 18 yards and a first down and goal for Patrick Henry. And Hunter Hart's first completion tonight now officially in the books, that 53-yard reception to Jackson on the pitch and catch. Negated by the penalty, would have been a touchdown. From the eight, and time running out, a minute 30 to go. Nothing fancy, straight up the middle. Across the five near the four-yard line. Looking to see who ran that football. Was it Hart? Hart on the carry. Got four yards, five yards, excuse me, to the four. Just inside the five, so we'll call it the four. And it'll be second and goal. Now they have two timeouts. And the clock hits one minute to go in the first half right now. Patriots trying to cut it to seven before the break. Direct handoff. That's Samandre Williams fighting for the end zone and in. Touchdown, Patrick Henry Patriots. And the Patriots are on the board now with 52.2 seconds to go. Extra point attempt coming from Ryan Petchy Young, the female kicker for Patrick Henry. She's a left footer, and Hunter Hart will hold 
for Ryan. 52.2 before the break. Low snap. They get it there. The point after attempt is up, and it is good. 14-7, Lee Davis, 52.2 to the half. Back after this 60, 60-second timeout. Tomato Bowl 59 on 1029, the Mater and the RBA Sports Network. Sheehy Ford of Ashland, with the largest inventory of Fords in the Mid-Atlantic, says fall head over deals. Up to 40% off MSRP or 0% financing for up to 72 months. Sheehy is proud to present its military appreciation program with savings and additional discounts for active duty, military reserve, retired military, dependent families, and now law enforcement. It's easy at Sheehy. Sheehy Ford of Ashland, Route 1 just south of Ashland. Online at SheeheFordAshland.com. Hardest working farm tool is usually kept right in your pocket. By insuring your car with Virginia Farm Bureau, you support farming, agriculture, and the Virginia way of life. And you become a friend of the farm, meaning you'll get personalized service, fast claims processing, and competitive rates. It's simple. All you have to do is drive. Go to VFBInsurance.com now for a free online auto quote. Virginia Farm Bureau with offices in Ashland and Mechanicsville. Go to VFBInsurance.com now for more information. Patriots have it teed up at the 40. We have under a minute to play. It's a squib kick. It'll be taken by one of the up men for Lee Davis at the 32. It's Mason Walzak, and he'll advance it just across the 40-yard line. And so Zach Lass and company will have some time to work and two timeouts, and we have a penalty marker. So hold everything. Part three. Flag on field. 47.3 to the half, and we wait the official's call. Let's see. Did they? They have waved off the flag, so there will be no penalty marker. All right, fans, football at the 40-yard line for Lee Davis in 47.3 seconds to work. They have gone to the half, number eight, L.C. Bird, 15, and Cosby, three. Cosby loses, Clover Hill in as the seven seed in, and that's the final seed over in Region 6B. From the 40, Lee Davis has some time to work here. Last out of the pistol on first down. Hand off to Rice. Hit, hit from behind, falls forward to the 42-yard line. Childress on the stop. It'll be second and eight. And, of course, remember, Lee Davis is going to get the football to start the second half, so they may be very content to let the clock run out. This was the final score last year. Patriots scored to tie it at seven in the second half. And then the Jamon Coffee kickoff return was the game winner in the fourth quarter. Hand off to Rice up the middle. He'll find some running room. Get up ended at the 47-yard line for five. And that will do it. We have hit the half at Tomato Bowl 59. And our score, Lee Davis, 14, Patrick Henry, 7.
We'll have the halftime report and begin to go through a slew of scores, fans, to get you ready for the playoff push on the sidelines later tonight on NBC 12 and on the sidelines extra with Mark Davis and yours truly coming up on Facebook Live. All after this two-minute, two-minute timeout, you're listening to Tomato Bowl 59 on the Game of the Week on 1029 The Mater and the RBA Sports Network. Hardest working farm tool is usually kept right in your pocket. By insuring your car with Virginia Farm Bureau, you support farming, agriculture, and the Virginia way of life. And you become a friend of the farm, meaning you'll get personalized service, fast claims processing, and competitive rates. It's simple. All you have to do is drive. Go to vfbinsurance.com now for a free online auto quote. Virginia Farm Bureau with offices in Ashland and Mechanicsville. Go to vfbinsurance.com now for more information. Ashley Wood and West Incorporated has been serving the Richmond and surrounding areas since 1923, offering the finest in home heating oil and propane gas. They also offer professional service and installation of standby generators, tankless water heaters, gas logs, and gas or oil furnaces. Call them today for all of your heating needs at 355-1721. That's 355-1721. Massey Wooden West. When you crack the door open at the England Street Tavern in Ashland, you're treated like family. And like many families, not everyone always agrees on things like their favorite race car driver, musical group, or favorite football team. But here's one thing we can agree on. The England Street Tavern is the best live music venue north of the James. The England Street Tavern provides local and regional entertainment Wednesday, Friday, and Saturday nights. Whether you love NASCAR, football, basketball, hockey, you name it, these guys have your game or race on one of their 17 huge TVs. You can enjoy daily food specials and choose one of the 12 different varieties of hot wings or dig into one of their eight delicious burgers. Be sure to stop by the England Street Tavern for lunch and shoot pool for free. We can also agree that there is something for everyone at 407 England Street. You can challenge your friends to compete in the cornhole tournament. Test your knowledge on Tuesday nights with trivia. And every Thursday is college night and students love taking the stage for karaoke. Check them out on Facebook for live music, sports, and the best burgers and wings. Like them on Facebook. Search England Street Tavern. Well, come on in, fans, to the halftime report here on the Game of the Week on Tomato Bowl 59. You're listening to WHA in Ashland at W275BQ Ashland. Make us official for another album. Hour or so, I guess, there. Calvin Cecil back in the control room uh, in Ashland doing his thing and, of course, always doing it very, very well. Rob, with him along with you live in Mechanicsville where Lee Davis has played some pretty good football here in the first half. Patrick Henry has made some critical errors but they were able to get a touchdown off of Lee Davis era, a muff punt that gave uh, Patrick Henry the football inside the 30-yard line, and Samandre Williams able to run it in from four yards out with just under a minute to go in the half, and that made the score 14-7. And with Lee Davis getting the ball to start the second half, I cannot tell you how critical it was for the Patriots to at least get on the board and cut it to a one-possession game here at Tomato Bowl 59. Wow, what a crazy first half they've had at Hanover tonight. And this is the first year we've not been able to broadcast at Lee Hanover since 2010 uh, because the county, for the first time this year, put at Lee Hanover and the Timida Bowl on the exact same night. So we saw that over the summer when the schedule came out and we cringed because both of those games have been game of the week stalwarts this decade uh, since we went to game of the week format here on the radio in 2011. And they have had a barn burner. Another touchdown for, uh, uh, no, check another touchdown for Hanover, cut the lead to five, and now Atley has scored on a field goal by Brian Marcos 
And in the final minute of the first half, it is Atley 29 and Hanover 21. Now, you tell me that, you know, that game doesn't mean anything. I know neither team's going to make the playoffs, but I can guarantee you that game is everything to both the Raiders and the Hawks. They want to win, get that third win of the year. They want to beat their arch rival and have some positivity going into the postseason. Let's get to the Virginia Farm Bureau in-game scoreboard, and it is lighting up like a Christmas tree tonight, fans. We told you they're at Lee 29, Hanover 21, final minute, first half. Midlothian has scored late first half. Patrick Henry fans, this is critical for you. Uh, the Trojans now trailing James River by just two, 15-13 in the Coal Bowl, 107 to the break at Pote Stadium. Midlothian wins, Patrick Henry loses tonight, and Midlothian stays in the fifth position in Region 4B. The only way Patrick Henry can move up from six to five, and that's as high as they can go, is if they win the Tomato Bowl and Midlothian loses to James River in what's affectionately called the Coal Bowl south of the river. So the Coal Bowl affects the Tomato Bowl and vice versa, and right now it's advantage Midlothian, though they're down by two with a minute to play in the half to James River. Patrick Henry, they look at the scoreboard and see that the Patriots are down seven at the break. On the flip side of that, James River coming in tonight, fighting for that home field advantage in Region 6B for the first round. We already know that almost mathematically, it's impossible for James River or River Bend to finish anywhere but four or five. And one of them's going to be four, one's going to be five, and one will go to the other next week in the first round. You know, they played each other to start the year back in August, and River Bend got the win. So James River would love for the rematch to be at the Swamp. For that to happen, they've got to beat Midlothian, and they're up by two late first half. No problem tonight for number one, Dinwiddie. They'll be the one seed in Region 4B. They're up late first half on Colonial Heights, 43-8, to who unfortunately uh, is going to finish 3-7 and seven after a 3-0 and oh start. Justin at the half, Cortland 35, Spotsylvania nothing. Now, that's two teams we normally don't talk about here on the halftime show. Why are we talking about them tonight? Well, because Cortland came into the night seventh, right behind Midlothian and Patrick Henry in Region 4B. They want Lee Davis to win tonight because it's possible that Cortland could outpoint Patrick Henry and get to that number six seed and might even fight Midlothian for the number five seed should they lose to James River. And that would mean the following. Whoever finishes fifth will likely go to Eastern View next week. Remember, the top four teams in 4B are all 9-0. and the number three seed is Louisa. They're up huge early on Fluvanna. The number six seed will go there. And the number seven seed, whoever that might be, is likely going to end up at Monacan next week. So you're going to have a tough road no matter who you are in the bottom half of the Region 4B bracket. But you got a better shot, we believe, at Eastern View, the longer bus ride, as opposed to having to go to a 10-0 Monacan. Uh, if you drop all the way down to eight, you got to go to Dinwiddie. God bless you. Because they've been on a roll this year. Navy Nation up big, 50-8 to eight now. An interception followed by a 60-yard touchdown pass from Pope to Reese. And it's 50-8 to eight, Dinwiddie over Colonial Heights. And so you can put it in Sharpie. Dinwiddie will be the number one seed in Region 4B. Now let's get to 5B at the bottom. Start of the second half at Axel Stadium in a very quick-moving game. Mills Godwin on senior night trying to make the postseason. Up 10-0 on deep run. Wildcats have to win to get in, but could still survive if they lost, depending upon if Prince George, Meadowbrook, J.R. Tucker, and Matoica all lose. Matoica's ahead right now. J.R. Tucker's tied with Glen Allen 21-21. Prince George is going to be out of the picture. They were down late first half 35-0 to number six Thomas Dale. 
and they of course are on their way to the number three seed over in region 6b so 21 21 glenn allen and tucker and again tucker's got to win for any hope of the postseason we get a touchdown for highland springs waller finds billy kemp and just before halftime at Kreider stadium it is number two highland springs 14 and number nine verina seven highland springs is going to be the two seed in region 5b no matter what they can't move up they can't move down uh, Henrico is up big on Armstrong right now, 41-0 late first half. Henrico will clinch the three seed uh, no matter what Verina does. So Henrico win clinches number three. Hermitage has already clinched number one, and they have a bye this week. So it's Herm one, Highland Springs two. It's going to be Henrico three. The question is, who's four, five, six, and seven? And then the other question is, who's going to get that eight seed? Verina loses tonight. Bird holds on to beat Cosby. They lead at the half 15-3. Skyhawks will move to four. Verina would drop to five, and Verina would go to L.C. Bird in the first round this year next week. Last year, that same thing happened, and Bird won in the first round 49-9. Lee Davis tonight wants to make sure they stay at six. they got to win the game to do it because if they win tonight, they're the sixth seed. If they lose, Patrick Henry comes back and wins the Tomato Bowl tonight, fans, and Dee Brun can come back and beat uh, Mills Godwin tonight. Dee Brun will take six. Lee Davis will take seven. And again, what's the? we talked about this on the pregame show. What's the difference between a six and a seven seed? Well, Lee Davis went to Henrico last week on the game of the week and almost beat the Warriors. They lost in the final minute and a half, 27-20. When Lee Davis played Highland Springs on the game of the week, September 22nd, it was no contest. It was 48-0 Springers. So Lee Davis fans know who they want to play next week. But for that to happen, they got to hold on to this lead here at Tomato Bowl 59. Where the score's 14-7. We'll take another two-minute timeout. When we come back, we've got some Randolph-Macon news to share. Big day of volleyball action at Crenshaw. We're going to talk football. Macon on the road tomorrow in North Carolina. And we'll have more scores and updates. Halftime continues after this two-minute timeout on the game of the week. It's Tomato Bowl 59 on 1029 The Mater in the RBA Sports Network. Hardest working farm tool is usually kept right in your pocket. By insuring your car with Virginia Farm Bureau, you support farming, agriculture, and the Virginia way of life. And you become a friend of the farm, meaning you'll get personalized service, fast claims processing, and competitive rates. It's simple. All you have to do is drive. Go to vfbinsurance.com now for a free online auto quote. Virginia Farm Bureau with offices in Ashland and Mechanicsville. Go to vfbinsurance.com now for more information. the door open at the England Street Tavern in Ashland, you're treated like family. And like many families, not everyone always agrees on things like their favorite race car driver, musical group, or favorite football team. But here's one thing we can agree on. The England Street Tavern is the best live music venue north of the James. The England Street Tavern provides local and regional entertainment Wednesday, Friday, and Saturday nights. Whether you love NASCAR, football, basketball, hockey, you name it, these guys have your game or race on one of their 17 huge TVs. You can enjoy daily food specials and choose one of the 12 different varieties of hot wings or dig into one of their eight delicious burgers. Be sure to stop by the England Street Tavern for lunch and shoot pool for free. We can also agree that there is something
something for everyone at 407 England Street. You can challenge your friends to compete in the cornhole tournament. Test your knowledge on Tuesday nights with trivia. And every Thursday is college night. And students love taking the stage for karaoke. Check them out on Facebook for live music, sports, and the best burgers and wings. Like them on Facebook. Search England Street Tavern. Sheehy Ford of Ashland with the largest inventory of Fords in the Mid-Atlantic says fall head over deals. Up to 40% off MSRP or 0% financing for up to 72 months. Sheehy is proud to present its military appreciation program with savings and additional discounts for active duty, military reserve, retired military, dependent families, and now law enforcement. It's easy at Sheehy. Sheehy Ford of Ashland. Route 1 just south of Ashland. Online at SheehyFordAshland.com. Davis High School Marching Band wrapping up their senior night performance and congratulations to them on a fantastic season. It's not just senior night for football at football. You honor the band, you honor the cheerleaders, you honor a lot of seniors who do a big role in making Friday night football happen. And so congratulations to all of them. They have hit the half, Matoica and Petersburg. And in a must-win situation for Matoica, Plus, they need help. They lead Petersburg 28 to 16. Twenty-eight sixteen. the score. At the break, Matoica needs a win and a ton of help to have a chance in region 3A. Right now, the only Richmond area team that is in in that region, the Hopewell Blue Devils. And we're waiting. We think there has been another score at the Midlothian James River game. And because that has such implications with um, Patrick Henry, we're going to hang on for a minute and see if we can get that update for you as well. Hopewell and Meadowbrook, kind of strange. We've not gotten any update on that game so far tonight. Soon as we do, uh, we will let you know. That's an important game, obviously. We told you Thomas Dale up big on Prince George. That would eliminate the Royals from playoff contention in 5B. And they have hit the half at Hanover. 50 combined points. And it is Atlee 29 and Hanover 21. And our Andy Losey on top of that on Twitter tonight. We appreciate his help. Our Cameron Taylor and Noah Matthews interns that are here tonight uh, working and helping us out with video highlights down on the field. They'll have the trophy presentation on Twitter coming up later tonight. And, of course, still to come, the Massey Wood and West scoreboard show where we will be talking with the winner the winning head coach of Tomato Bowl 59, and, of course, have Mark Davis live with a preview of On the Sidelines, all the scores, all the playoff projections as teams punch their ticket into the playoffs. We will have them for you. And it is now official at the break. Midlothian scored just before halftime again. And they lead James River 20-15 to 15 at halftime at Pote Stadium. That is not good news for Patrick Henry fans. It's also good news for River Bend fans who are hoping to have James River come to them next week in the 4-5 game in Region 6B. All right, let's transition a moment here on the halftime report to Randolph-Macon. 
The volleyball team has not lost an ODAC game since the 2014 ODAC championship. They went unbeaten and won the tournament each of the last two years. They went unbeaten in the regular season this year. They won the quarterfinal against Eastern Mennonite Wednesday night, and this afternoon they sweep Lynchburg to advance to the championship tomorrow against either Washington and Lee or Virginia Wesleyan. Now, they had a five-set thriller in Lexington earlier this uh, last month in uh, mid-October where they gave Washington and Lee their only loss of the year. So if it's Washington and Lee and Randolph-Macon tomorrow for the title at 2 p.m., it could be a wild one. If Virginia Wesleyan knocks them off and it's the Virginia Wesleyan-Randolph-Macon matchup for the championship, well, we'll find out. But that's a 2 o'clock start at Crenshaw. We will be there for that on Twitter, at Hanover Sports, ODAC Volleyball Championship tomorrow. Randolph-Macon and either Virginia Wesleyan or Washington and Lee. Touchdown Highland Springs. They have updated their lead and extended it to 14 in the final minute of the first half. It is 37-yard touchdown reception. Waller has two touchdown passes tonight, and it's Highland Springs 21, Verina 7 in the final seconds of the first half at Kreider Stadium. So let's get you caught up on the scores, fans. It's number one, Dinwiddie 50, Colonial Heights 8. Number two, Highland Springs now up on number nine, Verina 21-7, almost halftime at Kreider Stadium. Number four, Manchester at last check, up big on George Wythe as expected. Have not heard a report yet from number three, Monaghan and Huguenot. As soon as we do, we'll pass it along. Number six, Thomas Dale up on Prince George, 35 nothing. That game should be an intermission as well. Number five, Hermitage has a bye. Number seven, Henrico up late first half, 41 nothing on Armstrong. They're on their way to the number three seed in Region 5B. Goochland up at the half, but only by less than a touchdown on Amelia. Outside of our Big 12 high school football poll, it's Atlee 29 and a Hanover 21. It's Matoica 28 and Petersburg 16. Just in at the half, number seven, Henrico 48 and Armstrong nothing. Just in at the half. We talked about Monaghan just a moment ago. Number three, Monaghan 15 and Huguenot nothing. So we'll send that out on Twitter at both Chesterfield Sports and at the RVA Sportsnet. Monaghan 15, Huguenot nothing, and that is at halftime. Monaghan looking to clinch the two seed in Region 4B and hold off Louisa and keep them as the three seed. Louisa at last check rolling on Fluvanna as expected. Well, tomorrow here on 1029 The Mater, Randolph making back in action. The chances to win the ODAC championship this year, unfortunately now very slim because of that last minute loss last week at homecoming to Washington and Lee. But they still have a lot to play for. A winning season if they get the win over Guilford tomorrow. And then of course, the game a week from tomorrow Hamden Sydney comes to Ashland, and Randolph Macon looks to win their fourth game in a row over the arch rival Tigers. Tomorrow, it'll be Robert Fish back on the call with Marty Wilson, live at Guilford College in North Carolina. Quakers, Yellow Jackets, 1245 the pregame, and a one o'clock kick. Listen to the Yellow Jackets here on 1029 The Mater, 1430 AM. And you can also hear them online at rmcathletics.com. 
That's rmcathletics.com. All right, they're honoring the band here at Senior Night, so a few extra minutes. We'll take one more two-minute timeout, come back, and get you ready for the second half. Lee Davis takes a 14-0 lead. Patriots take advantage of a Lee Davis muffed punt, and they're able to score late, and they cut the deficit to 14-7 at intermission. Lee Davis will get the football to start the second half. We're back after this two-minute timeout. You're listening to Tomato Bowl 59 on the Game of the Week on 1029 The Mater in the RBA Sports Network. Hardest working farm tool is usually kept right in your pocket. By insuring your car with Virginia Farm Bureau, you support farming, agriculture, and the Virginia way of life. And you become a friend of the farm, meaning you'll get personalized service, fast claims processing, and competitive rates. It's simple. All you have to do is drive. Go to vfbinsurance.com now for a free online auto quote. Virginia Farm Bureau with offices in Ashland and Mechanicsville. Go to vfbinsurance.com now for more information. If you the door open at the England Street Tavern in Ashland, you're treated like family. And like many families, not everyone always agrees on things like their favorite race car driver, musical group, or favorite football team. But here's one thing we can agree on. The England Street Tavern is the best live music venue north of the James. The England Street Tavern provides local and regional entertainment Wednesday, Friday, and Saturday nights. Whether you love NASCAR, football, basketball, hockey, you name it, these guys have your game or race on one of their 17 huge TVs. You can enjoy daily food specials and choose one of the 12 different varieties of hot wings or dig into one of their eight delicious burgers. Be sure to stop by the England Street Tavern for lunch and shoot pool for free. We can also agree that there is something for everyone at 407 England Street. You can challenge your friends to compete in the cornhole tournament. Test your knowledge on Tuesday nights with trivia. And every Thursday is college night. And students love taking the stage for karaoke. Check them out on Facebook for live music, sports, and the best burgers and wings. Like them on Facebook. Search England Street Tavern. Massingwood and West Incorporated has been serving the Richmond and surrounding areas since 1923 offering the finest in home heating oil and propane gas. They also offer professional service and installation of standby generators, tankless water heaters, gas logs, and gas or oil furnaces. Call them today for all of your heating needs at 355-1721. That's 355-1721. Massey Wood and West. Fans, we come back. Lee Davis and Patrick Henry, the teams, are on their way back. And second half action is on the way here on the game of the week. 14-7 our score. Very quickly, a quick reminder, coming up, Massey Winter West scoreboard show after the game. We'll talk live with Mark Davis of NBC 12 and preview on the sidelines. We'll have the winning head coach of Tomato Bowl 59 with us live. And we'll have all the scores and possible playoff implications all coming up on the Massey Wood and West scoreboard show immediately following the game of the week. So when the, the final whistle blows fans stay with us, that's when the craziness will begin. And we'll be able to start crunching the numbers and telling you who's in the postseason, who's out and who's going where in the first round next Friday night. So be with us for that. The Massey Wood and West scoreboard show immediately after here. The game of the week on 1029 The Mater and the RBA Sports Network. Then later tonight, all the scores and the highlights with Mark Davis and Matt Estridge. 
Richmond's number one choice for news is NBC 12. They've got you covered on the sidelines at 11.15. Matt is live at Crider Stadium. He'll have highlights from the Highland Springs Verina Showdown. They'll have Tomato Bowl highlights, Atlee Hanover highlights, Cole Bowl highlights, and highlights from tons of games around the area. And more importantly, the latest on the playoff picture. That's on NBC 12 at 11.15 on the sidelines, only on Richmond's number one choice for news. And as soon as they go off the air on television, Mark actually allows me into their studio. And about a minute later on their Facebook page, we go live with On the Sidelines Extra. It's a 30-minute recap of all the scores, all the highlights tonight. It's a look at all the playoff projections, all the first-round possible matchups, and as we do every Friday night, we take your questions on Facebook live. So come on in and join the conversation. Facebook.com slash NBC 12 News. That's where you want to be at 1134 right after On the Sideline signs off on NBC 12. Hook us up on Facebook. Facebook.com slash NBC 12 News. There's no other late night high school football show like it in Central Virginia where you can interact with the fans. You can interact with those of us who have watched the games, and you can get your questions answered from Mark and myself on the sidelines extra coming up tonight, 1134, right after on the sidelines on NBC 12. Join us at facebook.com slash NBC 12 news. And a quick reminder, our 2017 playoff coverage begins next Friday night here on 1029 The Mater, 1430 a.m., live online on the RBA Sports Network and on the TuneIn Radio app on Radial. As soon as we get the official playoff uh, pairing Sunday from the Virginia High School League, we'll make our decision as to where we'll go. We'll either be with Patrick Henry or Lee Davis next Friday night. Sight time to be determined. Playoff football here on the radio a week from tonight. All right, Patriots have it teed up at the 40-yard line. Senior night festivities are now officially in the books. And it is time for second half action in Tomato Bowl 59, 14-7. Lee Davis with the lead. All right, let's get this thing started, shall we? Here comes the kick. It's a knuckleballer. And it'll be taken at the 25 by Josh Rice. He'll get to the 30. The 35, he's got a blocker tripped up from behind by Brandon Sullivan at the 38-yard line. And that is where we'll start third quarter action. As we remind all our friends on Twitter at Hanover Sports that we're back on the air live, third quarter is underway. They're going to put the football down at the 39-yard line. We have an official's timeout. Josh Rice is shaken up. No, check that. That's Sullivan for Patrick Henry. He also wears number five. Shaken up on the play, slow to get up, but now he's going to jog off under his own power. All right, officially now at the half, Glenn Allen and J.R. Tucker tied at 21 on the Virginia Farm Bureau in-game scoreboard. Again, it's simple. Tucker wins. They could be in the playoffs. If they lose, their season is officially over. 39-yard line is where we'll get things started for Lee Davis here to start the second half. First down to Rice. Patiently left side, advances to the 45-yard line, brought down by Sakar, close to the 46. So we'll give him seven 
on first down. Rice approaching the 100-yard mark. Second down coming up. From the 46-yard line. Second down and three, last under center. Back to Rice, back to the left. First down into Patriot territory. Breaks a tackle, 40, 35, and finally pushed out of bounds at the 30-yard line. 24 yards, and Rice now is over the 100-yard mark. First down, Lee Davis. Twenty-four yards on the patient run. Early third quarter, Confederates up by seven. I formation on first down from the PH thirty. Rice again, more yardage again. Sullivan gets him, but not before Rice extends the play all the way to the twenty-two, and he's picking up chunks of yardage now. Fans, one hundred nineteen on eleven carries and. A touchdown run to start the scoring back in the midway point of the first quarter. So second down, we'll call it two after the eight-yard gain to the 22-yard line. And as good as the Patriots' defense was their late first half, they are coming out right now, not playing very well up front. They're getting manhandled, and Rice is having all day to run off left tackle. Eye formation again. If it ain't broke, don't fix it. Second and two from the 22. Rice, this time right up the middle. First down and more advances to the 16-yard line. And Lee Davis in the red zone. Cedric Carter helping out on the stop, but another chunk of yardage. And Lee Davis trying to start the second half with an authoritative punch. 14-7 with 10-10 to go in the third. Looking downfield, host of photographers down there, including our interns, Noah Matthews and Cameron Taylor, getting all the video coverage tonight on Hanover Sports on Twitter. Under 10 to go. This time to the up man, Anthony. And the Patriots were ready. Nothing doing that time. Michael Harris leading the charge. And he'll be lucky to get back to the line of scrimmage. In fact, he may have lost a yard. At the 17, it will be second down, and we'll call it 10. So the original line of scrimmage at the 17, no gain on the play. 9.30 to go, clock running. From the 17, second and 10. Lass, Rice, weaves and winds his way off left tackle again down to the 9. Eight more yards for Rice. And the right side of the PH defensive line is just helpless right now. Somehow they got to bounce back. Highlights of the first half of Highland Springs and Verina now available with Matt Estridge on Matt NBC 12 on Twitter. That's at Matt NBC 12. 850 in the third, third and two from the PH9. Lee Davis, first possession, third quarter, up by seven. Rice hit in the backfield and he'll come down. 
Loss back to the 13, A.J. Norris with a fantastic individual effort to get off his blocker and cause the loss of yardage. They'll say football to the 12, a loss of three, and it'll be fourth down. I think you go for it here. You're at the 12. You get a first and goal right at the seven. So fourth and five from the 12-yard line. Patriots need a stop here, and we're going to get a timeout on the field. Timeout called Lee Davis. We'll take a 30 with them. 30-second timeout. 8-11 to go, third quarter, 14-7. Confederates driving back in a moment. 30-second timeout on Tomato Bowl 59 on the Game of the Week, 1029 The Mater in the RBA Sports Network. Sheehy Ford of Ashland, with the largest inventory of Fords in the Mid-Atlantic, says fall head over deals. Up to 40% off MSRP or 0% financing for up to 72 months. Sheehy is proud to present its Military Appreciation Program with savings and additional discounts for active duty, military reserve, retired military, dependent families, and now law enforcement. It's easy at Sheehy. Sheehy Ford of Ashland, Route 1 just south of Ashland. Online at SheheFordAshland.com. We come out of the timeout, and here comes the all-important fourth down call. Fourth down and five for Lee Davis at the Patrick Henry 12 with 8-11 to go in the third quarter. And do we have another timeout? Now Patrick Henry has called timeout. Holy cow. Hmm. So I, I, I you know, they, they, they might have wanted to see, you know, how the formation was going to be. But I'm going to be honest, fans, I, I'm, I've always been, ever since I was a kid watching football, I am, I am a stickler for my timeouts, especially in the second half. Because if I'm down to score and got just a couple of minutes to go, especially at the high school level, you know, it's one thing in the NFL, you can drive, you know, if you've got an elite quarterback, you can drive 60, 70 yards in a minute and maybe have one timeout and get a field goal to tie it or win it or whatever. In high school, it, it just takes so much longer and you need your timeouts. So Braxton decides to use one here. We'll see if it bites them down the road. Fourth and five at the PH 12. Lee Davis can get to the seven and get a first and goal. Pistol formation, they'll bring a man in motion. Fake it, throw it, incomplete. Last had McCauley on the slant in the end zone, and it goes through McCauley's hands. Sigh of relief for the Patriots because on defense, they didn't do anything to stop it, but they get the incompletion, and they do stop it, and they get the ball at their own 12. So the Patriots take over after no points for Lee Davis on their opening drive, which took almost four minutes off the clock. But they need 88 yards to tie it up. First down and 10 for Patrick Henry. Read option to Oxendine. Cuts up the middle. Good yardage. 20, 25, 30. He's got the afterburners to midfield. One man to beat. It's Jameer Johnson. And he'll finally get him. But inside the 30, all the way to the 27-yard line. And we're looking back. There are no penalty flags. Terrence Oxendine, 61 yards. First down, Patrick Henry. Just what the doctor ordered for the Patriots. 
I firmly believe that Terrence Oxendine is the most underrated skill player in high school football in the RBA. That if he played for a top five team, a Dinwiddie, a Highland Springs, a Hermitage, he would be a household name. That's how good that young man is. First down at the Lee Davis 27. 61 yards for Terrence Oxendine. What a play. Wildcat. Instead of Williams getting it, though, the direct snap handoff heart and hunter is able to get a hard yard maybe a yard and a half and it will be second down and we'll say nine after a gain of one what a beautiful run by oxendine Seven twenty to go in the third second and nine Patrick Henry's at the lead, Davis 26. A touchdown and an extra point ties it. Hart keeps it. Fumbles the football at the 25. Who's got it? Looks like the Patriots may have pounced on it and avoided disaster. And they did. Oh, boy, was that close. That's an issue except for that one turnover, the major one for Lee Davis there late on the muff punt. We haven't had a turnover issue a lot tonight. Lee Davis had one big one, though, and Patrick Henry cashed in on it, and Patrick Henry almost coughed it up here. And it'll be third down. They actually gained a couple of yards when all was said and done, and they're at the Lee Davis 24. They got to get to the 17 for a first down. Oxendine in motion. Jet sweep to Terrence. Williams, they're the lead blocker, and it takes too long to develop, and he's caught from the inside. Ned Anthony... Just slides up the line and is able to get the tackle after a gain of just two. And now we have a fourth down situation for Patrick Henry. Just like we had a moment ago for Lee Davis. As we come up on the halfway point of the third quarter. Six minutes to play. Tomato Bowl 59. Patrick Henry's going for it on fourth down and five from the Lee Davis 22. Fourth and five. Hart wants to pass. Blitz coming. Ty Mills has him back at the 33-yard line. Turnover on downs to Lee Davis. And Lee Davis takes over at their own 33. Up 14 to 7, 535 left in Tomato Bowl 59. Fans, we talked about Ty in the first half. We talked about how he is very shifty. And he was able to get in and make a huge play. 11 yards on the sack and the loss. And it's first and 10. Lee Davis at their 33. Last under center on first down turns, hands it to Jameer Johnson this time. He'll get hit from 85 Murray's Fountain at the 34-yard line. Just a gain of one. Second down. Man, this game is really starting to resemble last year's game, Tomato Bowl 58, where both teams scored one offensive touchdown. And the difference maker was the coffee kickoff return to win at 14-7 for the Confederates in Ashland. 
We've had a little more scoring tonight. All three touchdowns coming on offense. Nothing yet on special teams. But I just don't see anybody getting the 30 tonight unless something weird happens. Second and nine. Last to Johnson. Nothing there. He'll lose two. And the Patriots will force a third and long as Cedric Carter comes up with the stop. Third down coming up with 440 to go in the third quarter. The 32-yard line, third and 11, and the Patriot defense is being asked again to make a big stop as we approach 425 to go here in the third quarter. Fake it to Johnson. Blitz is Cummings. Last gets it away to Hargrove. Complete, but it's short of the first down at the 40-yard line. So a nice play and a completion of eight yards. First catch tonight for Jalen, but not enough. And it brings up a fourth down at the 40. It's fourth and four. And if it's me, I, I'm not going for it. I'm going to pin the Patriots back and ask my defense to do the trick one more time. Of course, the problem with that is, is that you got, you got to kick away from Oxendine. You cannot let Terrence get a good shot at the football because he will burn you. We've got rain in the area, fans. Some of the games on Twitter now talking about rain, including right now at Hanover. So it may be coming down here soon to Mechanicsville. Fourth down and four. Testerman to kick. He'll kick it away from Oxendine. It's short. It'll take a neutral bounce, and Lee Davis will grab it at the 39-yard line. So Lee Davis falls short on third down, and it's going to be a 21-yard kick. 21-yard punt, no return. And PH with their ball at their own 40, down 14-7, 3.20 go. Third quarter. Tomato Bowl 59 here on 1029 The Mater, 14.30 a.m. And, of course, our fans enjoying the night on the TuneIn radio app on Radiol. At R-A-D-I-A-L-L. We're bringing up our NBC 12 weather app radar to see what's going on here. First and 10 from the 40. Hart going to keep it himself, and there's nothing there. Just nothing there for Hunter. No gain. Second down and 10. So some pretty significant rain falling at Hanover. We've got a Patriot player down. That's Samandre Williams. He missed the Verina game due to injury, and yeah, fans, we've got some major rain are heading our way. We're going to take a quick timeout, 3.05 to go, third quarter, 14-7, injury timeout, back after this 30-second timeout. Tomato Bowl 59 rolls on on 102.9 The Mater in the RBA Sports Network. Massey Wood and West Incorporated has been serving the Richmond and surrounding areas since 1923 offering the finest in home heating oil and propane gas. They also offer professional service and installation of standby generators, tankless water heaters, gas logs, and gas or oil furnaces. Call them today for all of your heating needs at 355-1721. That's 355-1721. Massey Wood and West. Because you know I'm all about that bass, about that bass. 
305 to go here in the third quarter, fans. And Tomato Bowl 59 briefly paused. Samandre Williams is the player down for Patrick Henry at about the 40-yard line, apparently injured on that first down run by Hunter Hart. And he is up, but boy, he is limping big time. And that's bad news for the Patriots. Samandre has had an outstanding sophomore season. And one of the weapons that the Patriots, and I'm looking ahead to next week, whether they might be against uh, Monaghan or Louisa or Eastern View, they're going to need Samandre. They're going to need all hands on deck. And we have just sent out the tweet, the latest radar, Major rain in Ashland. Calvin is reporting back at the station, and it's headed our way in Mechanicsville. Out of the timeout, second down, quick pass to Coles, complete, eludes one man, and then falls forward for first down yardage at midfield. 11 yards for Devin Coles. And a first down, Patrick Henry. First and 10. At midfield. First down for midfield, 239 in the third. Oxendine will fall forward for about three to the Lee Davis 47, Bryce Hilliard on the stop. And it'll be second down and seven. There is light rain here in Mechanicsville. That's about to change. And the fourth quarter could be played under totally different conditions than the first three have been. Second and seven, Patrick Henry at the Lee Davis 47, down 14-7, 205 in the third. Blitz coming. Hart gets one block, looks downfield, pass thrown, and it is caught. Yes, Devin Coles comes up with it. Lee Davis fans say he trapped it. And the officials coming in and saying a catch. Now a couple of more officials are coming in. Are they going to overrule him? We're at the 34, and the answer is no. It is a completed catch of 13 yards. First down, Patriots. They're at the 34. PH at the Lita Davis, 34. 145 to go here in the third. Handoff left side and about three yards there. Oxendine again will get the carry and some harder yardage, officially a gain of two. Minute 20 in the third. And it's second down. Mills Godwin deep run update. You haven't heard much from us about that. No scoring in the third quarter. 10-0. Godwin leads. Here's second and eight. Hart, high snap, handles it, goes up the middle across the 30 to the 29-yard line. Picks up three, maybe four final minutes of the third quarter. That's going to bring up 39 seconds and counting. 
Patriots will have to run a play before the end of the third quarter. Third down, they need four. They got to get just inside the Lee Davis 25. Misdirection handoff up the middle. Cole's trying to get there. He'll get stopped at the 27. He gains a couple, but it'll be fourth down when we go to the fourth quarter. Three in the books at Tomato Bowl 59. It's 14-7, Lee Davis. Back after this 60, 60-second timeout on the game of the week. Tomato Bowl 59 on 102.9 The Mater in the RBA Sports Network. When you crack the door open at the England Street Tavern in Ashland, you're treated like family. And like many families, not everyone always agrees on things like their favorite race car driver, musical group, or favorite football team. But here's one thing we can agree on. The England Street Tavern is the best live music venue north of the James. The England Street Tavern provides local and regional entertainment Wednesday, Friday, and Saturday nights. Whether you love NASCAR, football, basketball, hockey, you name it, these guys have your game or race on one of their 17 huge TVs. You can enjoy daily food specials and choose one of the 12 different varieties of hot wings or dig into one of their eight delicious burgers. Be sure to stop by the England Street Tavern for lunch and shoot pool for free. We can also agree that there is something for everyone at 407 England Street. You can challenge your friends to compete in the cornhole tournament. Test your knowledge on Tuesday nights with trivia. And every Thursday is college night. And students love taking the stage for karaoke. Check them out on Facebook for live music, sports, and the best burgers and wings. Like them on Facebook. Search England Street Tavern. We start the fourth quarter of Tomato Bowl 59. Rob with them along with you here on the game of the week and the Patrick Henry Patriots who have been down all night face a fourth down and less than three yards at the 27-yard line of Lee Davis. Huge play here for first play of the quarter. Direct snap to Oxendine. He's close. Inside the 25 to the 24. Patriots think he made it. Lee Davis is not giving any, any any indication to think that he did not. And we're waiting for the official word. And it's taking a while, I think. Are they going to call time and ask for a measurement? They got the football placed at the 24-yard line. The, the, the stick is just outside the 25 there should be no measurement here this there's no question that this is a first down and i don't know why they're taking precious time here to uh, you know fans here we got a ton of them tonight as always for the tomato bowl are about to get dumped on it's heavy rain right now at hanover with the atley hanover game and we're about to see the same thing here in mechanicsville the stretch and by a mile it's a first down so as you know, fans, we try never to be critical of the officials unless it's something we see that's like, really? Um, you know, and a few times a year we see things like a play starts at the 28, it's an incomplete pass, and they put it at the 27. Um, I don't know why they needed to look at that one because the eyeball test, it passed up here, and my eyes suck. So first, <laughs> can you say suck on radio, Calvin? I can't remember. Uh, the 24-yard line, first down, Patriots approaching the red zone. First minute of quarter number four. Hart back to pass over the middle, looking into the end zone, double coverage. And is it intercepted? Yes, it is. 
Jameer Johnson comes up with the interception. That was double coverage and pretty dangerous pass. And he catches it in the end zone. So it is a touchback. And they're up 14 to 7, 11.37 left here in Tomato Bowl 59. I know they wanted to, you know, kind of strike there and get an opportunity, but boy, that's a, that hurts because you don't know if you're going to get a chance like that again the rest of the night, especially if the weather's iffy. First and 10, 23 seconds into the fourth. Lee Davis with the ball, handoff to Rice. Bounces off right side. Sullivan there, fumble! Picked up by the Patriots. And Jackson's going to run it all the way for a touchdown. Touchdown, Patrick Henry. And we're a one-point game with 11.27 to go. Out of nowhere, the Patriots strike. And Tomato Bowl 59 is an extra point away from being tied. Fumble recovery from 18 yards. And you got to wonder if the rain had something to do with it because it's coming down now here in Mechanicsville. Very critical extra point now for Ryan Petchy Young with heart to hold. The rain coming down, and this would tie the game. 14-13. Extra point try is up, and it is no good. The extra point is no good. 14-13, Lee Davis with 11-27 left. Now, going to hold on a second here because we have somebody down. I don't see a penalty marker. If, 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 that's, if that's the kicker who's down, that's Ryan Petchy Young. It would seem to me we should have a penalty marker on the field. Head coach Keith Braxton is there, and it is Petchy Young who is down. Now we're waiting to see if the officials are going to call anything. I never saw a flag on the field. Um, and it could be a situation to where she slipped after planting her foot on the point after. Because I looked at the flight of the football, not the aftermath following Coach Braxton is out on the field with her and also talking to one of the officials. She is up and under her own power coming off the field, and that's good news. But the bad news for Patrick Henry, I mean, the bad news for Patrick Henry is that the extra point is no good and they still trail by a point. So an 18-yard fumble recovery for Jackson. 11.27 to go here in regulation. Braxton is pleading his case to the official. And now we're getting a call the official there just called personal foul on lee davis fans i'm completely confused i i, I don't i don't understand it they they finished the con the, braxton finished the conversation he's heading back to the sideline after he had made sure that his kicker was okay and then the referee the head official just looked up and went personal foul and pointed at lee davis so are we going to replay this And the question is, I don't think Ryan is going to be able to kick it. Are they going to go for two? Let's see. 
All right, yep, they're going for two. So after all that confusion, the Patriots can take the lead on the two-point conversion. Snap to Hart, going up the middle. The piles pushed to the left. They're still waiting, and it's in. It's good. It's good. It's good. The Patriots take the lead. Wow. That was about an eight- or nine-second push. It was a rugby scrum, and Hart breaks the plane, and Patrick Henry leads for the first time in Tomato Bowl 59. 15-14, Patriots. Fifteen fourteen, Tomato Bowl 59. The rain is here. The craziness has arrived. 11-27 left in regulation, and Lee Davis is trailing for the first time tonight. Wow, fans, what a crazy turn of events. An unbelievable turn of events the interception and then the fumble on the first play by lee davis jackson picks it up and runs it in the extra point was no good but they call a personal foul on lee davis on roughing the kicker ryan petchy young who was down briefly and is now back up under her own power back on the sideline what if we have a field goal to determine the game will she be available we'll see so they go for two instead, and a pile push that lasted a good eight seconds. And finally, Hunter Hart was called in. He broke the plane. 15-14, very short kick taken by Lee Davis at the 42. They'll fall on it there, first and 10. Whew. Well, I have a quick second to go. You're listening to WHAN Ashland Richmond and W275BQ Ashland. Rob with them along with you at a wild tomato bowl number 59. And now working for the first time tonight from behind Lee Davis at their own 42 first down and 10. From the eye formation, first down Rice. Right side, good room, 45. Midfield leaping over, one defender, and going out of bounds at the Patrick Henry 44-yard line. 14 yards for Josh Rice, and a first down for Lee Davis. 11-19 in regulation, and it's pouring here at Mechanicsville. You can see... The big two-point conversion on video right now on Hanover Sports on Twitter. Cameron Taylor with the with the video right there at the goal line. Patrick Henry's two-point conversion. See it now on Twitter at Hanover Sports, courtesy of our Cameron 9408. First and 10 from the 44. Rice up the middle. Stood up at the 41-yard line. A gain of three. Hunter Hart on the tackle. And it'll be second down and seven. We get a penalty marker, and that'll stop the clock with 11.08 in regulation. This was a very fast-moving football game. 
until about 15 minutes ago. We're going to get a penalty on Patrick Henry. It is a personal foul. And that will be first down for Lee Davis, and they will be approaching the red zone. 11.08 now in regulation. If it's a 15-yard mark-off, you can put it at about the 26-yard line. Fans, as soon as we're done, Massey Wood and West Scoreboard Show, we'll talk live to the wet winning head coach of Tomato Bowl 59. We'll have Mark Davis of NBC 12 live with a preview of On the Sidelines and On the Sidelines Extra. And we'll have all the scores and playoff implications as they come rolling in. They mark off the 15 yards down to the 26-yard line, and Lee Davis has it there, first and 10 at the PH 26, trying to retake the lead early fourth quarter. Last under center, eye formation. Rice is your tailback. Hargrove goes in motion from right to left. To Rice, left side. Bounces off two Patriots. Fountain will put him down, but not before he gets to the 21. Now the pile keeps going, and finally the whistle blows. And it looks like he might have gained a yard or two more to the 19. Let's see. Far side official coming in saying knee down to the 21. So that's six yards. We've got Rice now unofficially over 150 yards rushing tonight. It'll be second down and four. And Lee Davis at the 21 of Patrick Henry knocking on the red zone down by one with 10-20 to go in regulation. Trying to win their third consecutive tomato bowl. They shift Anthony to the fullback. Hargrove right to left. Back to Rice. Cuts to the right. Can't get out of the way of Maurice Fountain. He also gets caught from behind by Kevin Golson. Great job getting off the block for a loss of one. And it'll be third down. Under 10 to play. 15-14 Patriots. If Patrick Henry wins the game tonight, that two-point conversion will go down in Tomato Bowl history as one of the biggest ever. Third down and four. They got to get to the 17. Rice, right side. Can he get there? Trying to. Keeps the legs churning, and he's close. I think he's going to be a yard short at the 18. So there's Fountain again helping out defensively, having to go east and west over there to that sideline. Got to start bringing the window open a little bit here because... The rain is starting to obscure our view. Uh, not as bad as uh, poor Alan Chris had the fog a couple of Sunday nights ago in Foxborough. But our view is not as pretty as it was 10 minutes ago. Fourth and a yard, and the Confederates will go for it from the 18. Tight formation. Does last keep it himself? Back to Rice. First down. Lee Davis or a fumble. Wait a minute. The ball came out. The ball came out. Brandon Sullivan says he has it, and they do. They do. Fumble recovery. 
Brandon Sullivan with the recovery on fourth and a yard. And another Lee Davis turnover. Patrick Henry gets the football back. They are at their own 19. They're up 15-14, 8-40 remaining. And now you got to do two things if you're the Patriots. A, a nice long drive, A, and B, hold on to the football. Good to see Samandre Williams back in. He'll take the Wildcat snap, weave his way to the 25. Ball comes out, and Lee Davis has recovered. What did we tell you a few minutes ago, fans? As the rain was approaching Mechanicsville, it could drastically change this fourth quarter, and it does. Lee Davis recovers on the very next play. And they take over at the Patriots. Let's see, where are they putting the football? Looks like the 23 or the 24. Fans, this is crazy. First and 10, Lee Davis. Back-to-back fumbles. Last, Rice, trying to go left side, then cuts up the middle. Gets over the 20 to the 19. It's a gain of four, and Lee Davis is back in the red zone. So a fumble on the fourth and one. Sullivan recovers. Fumble on first down where Williams had made some nice yardage up the middle. Lee Davis recovers. And now Lee Davis with the ball, second down and six, five and a half at the 19-yard line. With eight minutes to play, and Joe Hudnall is all by himself practicing in case he's got a kick in this weather. Hargrove, the man in motion on second and six. Handoff Rice gets short yardage, gets away from Fountain and is able to pick up about three. So it'll be a third and manageable. Hart comes in, finishes the play. And with 7.30 to go, we're looking at a third down and about three yards to go. Mills Godwin is approaching the playoffs. More on that after this play. Third down and three for Lee Davis. Play action, pass, Anthony, complete to the 10 and out of bounds. First and goal, Lee Davis. Not surprised that they would go to Ned Anthony. And it'll be first and goal from the eight-yard line. Nine yards on the completion. Second catch of the night for Ned. And it is first and goal from the eight with seven minutes left. Promise the Godwin update in a minute. Handoff Rice. Cuts up the middle and maybe gets a yard to the six. Mills Godwin just got a pick six. McWalters with a pick six and with under three minutes to go, it is now 17-0 Mills Godwin. 
Stay down and hold. Number two, Highland Springs has just scored. Late third quarter, they lead number nine, Verina, 28-7. Looking to finish the season on a nine-game winning streak, and they'll host round one next week at Kreider. Here, second and goal. Football, just across the eight. We'll call it the seven-and-a-half-yard line. Last under center this time, Rice all alone. Give it to Josh. Looking for room left side. Cuts up the middle. Inside the five, and the pile pushes him back from the four. And boy, Josh Rice now is really having to pick up some hard, important yards. Patriots are saying there was a fumble at the end of the play. Head official is saying knee down, Lee Davis football. It'll be third and goal near the three. It's a crazy one at Glen Allen. We expected that, fans, on the Virginia Farm Bureau in-game scoreboard. J.R. Tucker, 30, 41 Glen Allen 36, they're still in the third quarter in a game where J.R. Tucker has to win to get to the playoffs. And with Godwin about to beat deep run, they may need some help. They're going to mark the football at the four. Third and goal from the four. 545 left in Tomato Bowl 59. Offset eye formation, last under center. Fake to Rice, play action. Lowling, looking, 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 and he's got to throw it away. Coming in quickly, Terry Henderson, also Hunter Hart. And now it's fourth and goal from the four. You're down one with 5.31 to go. Are they going to call on Hudnall? And we get a timeout. 5.31 left. 15-14 Patriots here in Tomato Bowl 59. 30-second timeout, a quick 30-second break. We're back with fourth down after this. Tomato Bowl 59 on 1029 The Mater and the RBA Sports Network. Sheehy Ford of Ashland with the largest inventory of Fords in the Mid-Atlantic says fall head over deals. Up to 40% off MSRP or 0% financing for up to 72 months. Sheehy is proud to present its military appreciation program with savings and additional discounts for active duty, military reserve, retired military, dependent families, and now law enforcement. It's easy at Sheehy. Sheehy Ford of Ashland. Route 1 just South of Ashland, online at sheehyfordashland.com. Fans, there's wild action going on across the RBA. We'll catch you up as soon as we can, but right now, we got to focus on this. A fourth down and goal for Lee Davis at the Patrick Henry 4. Rain pouring, 531 left. Patriots up by 1, 15-14, and Lee Davis is not sending in Joseph Hudnall. They are going for it on fourth down. Does last call his number? Is it play action again? Does he roll to his right? Let's see. And we've got movement. Penalty marker. I believe one of the offensive linemen flinched. And that will make it fourth and goal at the nine. Oh, that's huge. False start. Lee Davis. Don't know why the officials are taking this long to. We have an officials timeout. No, now we have a Patrick Henry timeout. That's all nice and good. But what we'd like to know is what's the flag? 
And we have not seen it yet. We're still looking for the official to tell us. And he's riding on his marker. So fans, I don't know if it's fourth and goal at the four or fourth and goal at the nine. I have I have no clue because we've had no call from the official as of yet. And this is huge. With 531 left in regulation, and now somehow the clock lost a second. It's at 530. Fans, as soon as we know, we'll let you know. I mean, there was movement and there was a penalty marker. I don't know that any Patrick Henry player called a timeout. This is crazy. So here we are, fourth down. They've got the football at the four. So apparently there was no false start. And fans, I got to tell you, that's hard to believe. Again, it passed our eye test. Fourth and goal at the four. Let's get back to the action. 5.30 to go. They're down one. Lee Davis going for it. Last one's to pass. Into the end zone. It is. Is it intercepted? Is it incomplete? It is incomplete. It is incomplete. And the Patriots will take over. The pass is incomplete in the end zone. And fans, I apologize for the delayed call on our end. Simply because uh, with the rain driving so hard and up against our window, we're having a hard time seeing from this far down. And the ball was zipped in. I give last credit. He zipped it in trying to get the score. There was no pass rush whatsoever. So 526 left. First and 10, PH at their own four. Got to just hang on to the football and get out of the shadow of your own end zone. And nice yardage, about four, maybe five on first down. That was Oxendine on the carry. He got three. He's up to 100 on the night. Fans, it's literally raining in the press box because in our room, the door is open to the roof. This is the crazy, I can officially say I've been to 19 tomato bowls. I've never been to one crazier than this one. Second and seven. Man in motion. Oxendine will keep it himself up the middle. Got good running room. Breaks the tackle. First down and more to the 29-30 yard line. And a huge play there to get breathing room and a fresh set of downs. First and 10 from the 30. 23 yards for Oxendine on that run. First down Patriots, and now they can work on the clock. Four twenty-five to go, leading by one. Hart this time, keep it himself. Got to wrap up that football. He gets to the 33 and a half, three yards for Hunter, who statistically has not had the best night of his career. But he doesn't care. He just wants to win. Second down. Th 
33-yard line, second and seven. 3.40 to go in regulation. Patriot ball, up one. Devin Coles with it this time. He'll get hit from behind, fall forward to the 37 and a half. And it'll be third down and short. They got to get just across the 40-yard line. The football's at the 37. Virginia Farm Bureau in-game scoreboard. L.C. Bird closing in on the four seed, it looks like, in Region 5B, up 43-3 on Cosby. Cole Bowl goes to the fourth. Midlothian 27, James River 21. Midlow's going to have to win if PH holds on and wins here to keep fifth in Region 4B. Third down, Hart up the middle, very close to the first down. It'll all depend on the spot. I think he may be a half yard short of the 40. And the officials are asking for time down to 2.45 to go. And now this time, they do need to measurement. Oh, we got a penalty marker down late two fans over on the Patrick Henry side. And it's a personal foul against Lee Davis. Oh, my. It doesn't matter what the spot is. Personal foul, Lee Davis. First down, PH. And the football is going to go into Lee Davis territory. Two. 45 left, one timeout for Lee Davis. That's all they have left. And the clock restarts. Of all the penalties tonight, that might be the biggest one of all. Just across the 45 at the Lee Davis 44, 2.30 to go. First down, Hart keeps it. Gets two, maybe three, two, second and eight. And now it's really simple. Just run the football and don't fumble. Make Lee Davis call its one timeout. And it could be over. Second down and eight. Clock is running. And we get a stoppage of play. May have a penalty. And if that's a false start, be against Patrick Henry. And the problem with that is that you, the clock stopped. You don't want to stop the clock. That's a free timeout for Lee Davis. That is a free timeout for Lee Davis. It is a final at Axel Stadium. Congratulations to the Mills Godwin Eagles. They have come out of nowhere to clinch a playoff spot in Region 5B. They have scored their second straight shutout tonight. 16-0 over Freeman last week. 17-0 over Deep Run tonight. What a comeback in the second half of the season by the Mills Godwin Eagles. We're down to 148 to go. After the penalty, it's second down and 13 for Patrick Henry at the Lee Davis 47. But the more important thing is they've got the football up by one trying to run out the clock. One more first down should do it. Here comes Terrence Oxendine. He'll get across the 45 to the 44. And I think at this point, Lee Davis has got to call their timeout. 
and they do. So it will be third and 10 for PH. One forty three left. The only tomato bowl, and again, fans, this is the 19th tomato bowl I've been to either as a student, a fan, or a broadcaster. The only tomato bowl that I can think of that had this much craziness was just about a decade ago when Lee Davis here on this field took a 24-0 lead and Patrick Henry came back, scored the final 25 points and won that night 25-24. Patriots, that was a tough season for them. I believe it was 2010. I think it was Sam Hart's first year as head coach. And it was a disappointing year, but that was the crowning moment of that year for the Patriots. Last time they won the Tomato Bowl was three years ago here in Mechanicsville. Now they're trying to win it for the 29th time, but they got to get a first down to run out the clock. Third and 10 from the Lee Davis, 44. Defense needs a stop for LD to get a prayer. Hart, up the middle, nothing there. They'll try to strip the football. He's put down. The ball is loose, but the officials are coming in saying, nope, football is down at the 46-yard line. So no fumble on the play. And you may hear the Lee Davis fans below us yell fumble. But Hart is ruled down, and it'll be fourth down as we have to. We got no choice but to close the window here. From the 46, it's fourth down. So fourth down, under a minute to go. They'll take as much time off the clock as possible. And we get a timeout called with 45.5 to go. Final score tonight, it is Thomas Dale, number six in our poll, 49, Prince George, 14. So Prince George is eliminated from playoff contention. Mills Godwin has clinched a playoff spot, going to be the seventh seed. Now, they can't catch Lee Davis for sixth. Deep run could have with a win tonight, but with Godwin winning, Lee Davis is going to be the sixth seed no matter what happens here. We'll come out of the timeout, fourth down and 16. Patriots are going to punt it away, I think. Kamar Cawley is back. It's a short kick, and it'll go out of bounds. And here's the setup. Tomato Bowl 59, game reset. Lee Davis with the ball, no timeouts at their 37. And they are down 15-14 with 30. Nine seconds to go. And good morning, excuse me, more good news for the Patriots. James River just took the lead at Midlothian early fourth quarter. Louisa has won tonight. If Monaghan holds off Huguenot, 
that it'll be Dinwiddie 1, Monacan 2, Louisa 3, Eastern View 4 in Region 4B. Here we go. First and 10, 63 yards from the victory, but 39 seconds and no timeouts. Last quick pass, looking for McCauley. Caught it, hit. He stays in bounds at the 42. They got to clock it. Precious time is clicking away. They get it there. Second down, and they clock it. Gain of six on the completion. They stop the clock with 22.7 seconds to go, and it's going to be third down and four from the 37-yard line. Third down after the clocking, and that'll go down as an incompletion for last, 22.7 to go. Lee Davis is at their 43. They need a miracle, fans. That's the bottom line. Last in the pistol. Looking to pass. Over the middle. In the air and almost intercepted. Kamar McCauley has to turn into a defensive secondary member to make sure that Alex Sakar doesn't wrap it up. Fourth down, Lee Davis, 17 seconds left. Patrick Henry needs one stop. We talked about that 25-24 game about a decade ago. 2010, we believe it was. Tonight, take 10 off the board for both teams. 15-14 if this holds. They got to get a first down first. Last to pass. Forced out of the pocket by Carter. Throws as he slips, and it's incomplete. And the Patrick Henry Patriots hold. And they will win the Tomato Bowl for the second time in four years in Mechanicsville and for the first time since 2014 in a absolute classic tonight. And Lee Davis is going to back into the playoffs with a three-game losing streak. 8.9 left. All they got to do is take the knee into victory formation. What a night. One knee is all it will take. And there it is. For the first time in four seasons, Patrick Henry will take home the Tomato Bowl trophy. It's a final. Patriots 15, Lee Davis 14 in an absolute classic tonight here in Mechanicsville. A game that turned on a rainstorm, turnovers, and a final defensive stand for the Patriots. And suddenly, Lee Davis goes into the playoffs with a three-game losing streak. And they will go into the playoffs next week as the number six seed, and they will be at number three, Henrico, Next Friday night.
We can confirm that now. Lee Davis will be the number six seed, and they will go to Henrico next Friday. Henrico on the final stages of shutting out Armstrong. It's currently 62 to nothing. On the other hand, Patrick Henry. They will be either the fifth seed or the sixth seed, depending upon the Midlothian result. And the Trojans trail James River here early in the fourth quarter. So fans, we now enter the next 30 minutes here on the game of the week. Going to be the craziest 30 minutes we broadcast all year. It is a special edition of the Massey Winnie West Scoreboard Show. Mark Davis is coming up. Head coach Keith Braxton is coming up. And all the scores and playoff projections are coming up as the Massey Wooden West Scoreboard Show starts right now. This is the Massey Wood and West Scoreboard Show, powered by Massey Wood and West. Serving the Richmond area with heating oil, propane, cylinder exchanges, and more since 1923. Call Massey Wood and West at 355-1721 or visit MasseyWoodandWest.com. Let's get all the scores from around the RVA tonight, a recap of our game, including a conversation with the winning head coach, and check in with Mac Davis of NBC 12 Live with a preview of tonight's On the Sidelines at 11.15. As we return to the stadium and rejoin Rob Witham. Finals are rolling in. A crazy tomato bowl is in the books, and we get ready for what's going to be the craziest 30 minutes of our broadcast season as we get set to let you know everything we need to know about postseason football on the Massey Winnet West Scoreboard Show, brought to you by Massey Wood and West. Since 1923, serving the greater Richmond area with propane and heating oil and much, much more. So that's Massey Winnet West at Massey Wood and west.com that's massey wood and west.com where do we begin well we start with our game lee davis up 14 nothing patrick henry scores the final 15 of the night the last two the craziest possibly the biggest two-point conversion in tomato bowl history where after an extra point attempt was no good a personal foul was called on roughing the kicker on lee davis the Patriots couldn't kick the extra point a second time because their kicker, Ryan Petchy Young, was shaken up on the play. So they go for two, and in a scrum, Hunter Hart keeps the football. He gets close to the end zone. The entire 22 players begin to drift to the left-hand side, and then about eight seconds later, the official signal, two-point conversion, good. Fourth quarter was in a downpour. We had multiple turnovers, and in the end, Lee Davis went for it for a touchdown on fourth and goal at the four instead of asking Joseph Hudnall to kick a field goal that would have taken the lead. The pass was incomplete, and the Patriots run out the clock for the most part. Lee Davis had a prayer at 39 seconds to go, and it was not answered. 15-14 is our final score. 
Patriots go to six and four. They'll be either the five or the six seed in Region 4B next week, depending upon Midlothian. And Midlothian right now trails James River 35-27 with 7.36 left to go. If Midlothian loses, Patrick Henry will overtake them. They'll be the five seed, and they could be going to Culpeper to take on Eastern View next week. Calvin, am I correct? Do we have Mark live on the line? Okay, let's get Mark in real quick because I know it's a crazy night for him too. Mark Davis at NBC 12. Thanks for being with us again on the Massey Wood and West Scoreboard Show. What a crazy night of football all over the area. Obviously, huge playoff implications, and uh, we'll get everybody caught up on that, not only here on the Scoreboard Show, but when we join you live later tonight on Facebook. But if you would, please, sir, give us a quick preview of On the Sidelines coming up tonight, 11:15 on NBC 12. Yeah, Rob, uh, just like you guys, we're all scoreboard watching, and uh, your game up there was definitely one that we had our eyes on, and uh, what a win for Patrick Henry up there that you guys just saw uh, knocking off Lee Davis. Um, their first win in a while at, uh, in that series, and I know you at, at in Mechanicsville, and I'm sure you went over that already uh, during uh, the, the post-game show here, but uh, Matt Estridge is going to be live from Highland Springs where uh, the Springers are battling Brian in our game of the week. At last check, that was a 28-7 Springer lead as they start to pull away and storm towards that 9-1 season. So Matt will be live from there with a recap of that. Obviously, always a fun time when those two East End rivals get together. Um, Godwin, Mills Godwin, was the uh, first score we had in tonight, and Godwin's the first team that we could say locked up a playoff spot uh, in those big games tonight. Deep run, uh, deep run losing 17 nothing, but the Wildcats, Still alive. Now we're waiting and seeing and uh, maybe crunching some numbers. So uh, that's definitely uh, going to be a theme of the night, Rob. But uh, a lot to talk about. Um, I was at an LC Bird where the Skyhawks were taking care of Cosby. Then I hopped over to the Coal Bowl, which is going down to the wire uh, in a nail-biter. I watched uh, Midlothian put up 14 points in less than two minutes at the end of the first half to take the lead. So uh, definitely a good one there between two teams uh, that are going to play beyond tonight, which is uh, good for both of those programs. But hope you join us at 11.15 uh, on NBC 12.4 or on the sidelines. Then uh, join Rob and I as we uh, break down, crunch the number. Well, Rob, you'll do the number crunching. I'll just kind of stand there and listen to you and nod my head and ask the guy what I'm talking about. And uh, we'll uh, we'll go from there and, and uh, get you guys all caught up on uh, who's in, who's out, and what tonight's uh, results mean for the postseason. Yes, sir, Mark. And we can add to that mix right now. Meadowbrook has knocked off Hopewell 13-6. And it's a good possibility. We're going to run the numbers as we talk to head coach Keith Braxton in a moment that Meadowbrook might be able to grab that eighth and final playoff seed now if J.R. Tucker doesn't beat Glenn Allen. And it's an outside chance that Meadowbrook may do it even if J.R. Tucker holds on to win. They have a 56-49 lead at Glenn Allen tonight with six and a half minutes to go. This is one of the craziest nights of high school football I can remember in the decades that I've been covering this. Can't wait to be with you tonight on the sidelines. Mark Davis, thanks for being with us. Looking forward to it, Rob. Thanks for, thanks for having me. Appreciate it. <laughs> and coming up, we're going to take a really quick 30-second timeout on the Massey Winter West Scoreboard Show. Head coach Keith Braxton of Patrick Henry is with us here in the booth. We're going to talk to him, and then we'll run numbers, get you playoff projections and more as this crazy night rolls on. Tomato Bowl 59 to the Patriots, 15-14. We're back in 30 on the game of the week on 1029 The Mater and the RVA Sports Network. Massey Wood and West Incorporated has been serving the Richmond and surrounding areas since 1923, offering the finest in home heating oil and propane gas. They also offer professional service and installation of standby generators, tankless water heaters, gas logs, and gas or oil furnaces. Call them today for all of your heating needs at 355-1721. That's 355-1721. Massey Wood and West. Oh, 
we're back here on the Massey Wood and West Scoreboard Show, one of the classic tomato bowls. We thought last year's was great. This one was incredible. Patrick Henry, 15, Lee Davis, 14, and a night that featured just about everything, including a sudden rainstorm, which completely changed the complexion of this game. Now, I know that Patrick Henry head coach Keith Braxton knows a thing or two about the tomato bowl because he's played in a one or two back in his day in the early 90s with the Patriots under legendary head coach Ray Long. And Coach Braxton has graciously joined us here live on the Massey Wood and West Scoreboard Show. Wet, tired, exhausted, but elated. Congratulations, Coach Braxton. Can you just put into words the last hour of real time? How in the world did you handle all this as it all unfolded? Uh. You know, we just uh, stayed the course. Um, you know, we, we had a uh, what we felt like was a pretty decent game plan. Uh, as the game went on, it got whittled down a little bit, uh, which is usually the case. Um, I mean, the guys just, they laid it all on the line tonight. So, mm-hmm. um, you know, I don't like to uh, <laughs> celebrate more victories, but I thought last week uh, our guys finally realized what it took to get to where we want to go. We played tough. We did not win. But... Um, you know, they gained some confidence. Uh, I got a little bit more comfortable with doing some things. And, uh, you know, like I said, they just they just laid it all on the line. They played as hard as they could for as long as they could. And tonight it was enough. You, you make a, a, an incredible point there, Coach, because we were at Henrico last week. Uh, and we were watching the scoreboard with you guys in Highland Springs. And we've seen Highland Springs twice this year. We've seen them, you know, shut out these Confederates 48 nothing, put up 34 in the first half. They rolled over Atley a few weeks later, so we know what they were capable of. But it was a seven-point game at the half, and it really wasn't until the fourth quarter where the Springers kind of asserted themselves and, and got the victory. You obviously saw a lot of things out of that performance last Friday night that you took, and you, whether it was psychologically or in the X's and O's, uh, implemented tonight for these guys. Because I'm sure you knew coming in, we didn't know the rain was going to come. But we knew it was going to be a slugfest, physicality as well as the mental game. How much of the mental game did you win tonight because of what you learned from last week? Uh, j- just keep fighting, hanging in there. Uh, we'll go down 14 to nothing. You know, it's uh, – I mean, they had us on the ropes there, and um, it could have easily went the other way. Uh, our kids stepped up on defense, and we made a stop. We were able to get a score for the end of the first half, and that kind of changed the, the momentum of the game for us. Mm-hmm. Um you know, the belief was there. The execution got better. And, um, you know, I mean, they're, they're obviously a good football team. We knew what they were going to do. Uh, they hit the, the big run on us with number five. He's a very good player. Oh, yes. And, uh, you know, like I said, it would have been easy for us to just be like, man, here we go again. But we didn't. You know, we felt and believed that we were going to win this game. I told them all week, um, you know, the tomato bowl is different than any other game you play. Doesn't matter what your record is. Doesn't matter what their record is. You know, this is a game that's going to make or break your season. And this is going to be the game people are going to remember you for 20 years from now. Mm-hmm. You know, when you walk in the grocery store, the barbershop, or you go to the feed store, hey, you so-and-so from Patrick Henry. I was there that night. Y'all beat Lee Davis by one in the rain. You know, <laughs> that's those are the memories you're going to take with you when you get old. You know, you going to embellish the story a little bit. <laughs> but, uh, you know, It's amazing how 30,000 people will swear they were here tonight. <laughs> yes, yeah. Uh, you know, I mean, for me, you know, the last time I played out here on this field, we lost 10 to nothing. Uh, it was raining that mm. night, too. Wow. So, I mean, this is kind of a uh, 
full circle thing for me. <laughs> I, I get that one back. And, uh, you know, we're excited about an opportunity next week. We'll take everything we learned tonight and build on it. And uh, hopefully we can do the same thing again next week. There you go. Head coach Keith Braxton and Patrick Henry with us here on the Massey Wood and West Scoreboard Show. 15-14, Patriots win, Tomato Bowl 59. Coach, uh, obviously uh, lots have been made about Region 4B and the undefeateds up at the top, and it looks like they all won tonight, so they're going to be all 10-0. and um, So obviously you and Midlothian, Cortland, et cetera, coming in as underdogs. D- does it really matter in the end where you go and who you have to play? No. It's just a matter of getting yourself ready, isn't it? Yeah, no, I mean, just – you know, it's like the lottery. You can't win if you don't play. You know, we're in, so we got a shot. And we'll roll with that. And yep. we'll continue to do everything we can to keep getting shots after, you know, after next week. Uh, you know, right now, I don't know who we're going to play. Uh, I'm sure they'll have it figured out for us by the end of the night. And uh, once we figure out who it is, we're just going to start preparing and get ready yep. for that one. Take it one day at a time, one week at a time. Coach, I, I, there's obviously some great playmakers on your team, but I want to talk about one real quick before I let you go. Because I, I said this during the game after Terrence Oxendine broke off that huge 62-yard run. I said, you know, if Terrence played for Dinwiddie or Highland Springs or Hermitage, one of the big marquee teams that a lot of people talk about and whatnot and yeah. social media, et cetera, I said he would be considered one of the best players in the Central Region. For my money, he is one of the best players of the Central Region, but he's the most underrated and the one that most people don't know about because he plays for Patrick Henry, which is a shame for him. But can you just explain to me the dynamic of Terrence Oxendine, what he's meant this season, offense, special teams, and in the locker room? Uh, <laughs> he's a big man in a small man's body. Uh, <laughs> you know, the guy always plays above his head. Um, you know, he's like, uh, you know, little dogs never know they're little dogs. They're just dogs. Mm-hmm. And, th- and that's him. So, um, you know, last couple of weeks he's been playing defense. He's been into it. Got a couple snaps out there tonight. Um, you know, it's his senior year. And he's laying it all on the line. Yeah. He's been great in the locker room. Uh, he's been a team guy. You know, he's vocal. And he just he comes out and he gets to work every day. So, you know, he's going to be better than he was the next week, better than he was tonight. Uh, he's got a little bit better every game. You know, and he, you know, he is our explosion. That's the guy that goes for us. So uh, he makes the rest of it go, and I'm glad he had a great game tonight. Absolutely. Coach, you're 1-0 in the Tomato Bowl as head coach. Congratulations. Yeah, yeah it's, it, it's tremendous. Uh, you know, it, it brought back a flood of memories. You know, just uh, this week, me and some of the other coaches, we shared that Tomato Bowl memories, mm-hmm. the ones we won, the ones we lost, how to stay with us. And uh, I don't have to carry that one around with me anymore. Uh, no. 1990, uh, 1992 Tomato Bowl, it doesn't matter anymore. It doesn't matter. 2017 no. is here, and it will stay in your mind for a long time to come. No question. Coach Keith Braxton, Patrick Henry, 1-0 in the Tomato Bowl as a head coach. 15-14 win tonight here at Lee Davis. Coach, congratulations, and thank you for thank taking you. time to be with us tonight. Thank you. On to the postseason for Patrick Henry. Tomato Bowl 59. Final score, 15-14. Lee Davis falls by one. They'll enter the postseason on a three-game losing streak. Both teams will enter at six and four. Calvin, let's take a quick two-minute timeout, and then we come back. That'll give me two minutes to reset, run some numbers, share some more finals, and we'll start talking playoff projections in two minutes. Fans, don't go anywhere. The Massey Winter West School Board Show rolls on next on Tomato Bowl 59 on the Game of the Week on 1029 The Mater and the RBA Sports Network. Massey Wood and West Incorporated has been serving the Richmond and surrounding areas since 1923, offering the finest in home heating oil and propane gas. They also offer professional service and installation of standby generators, 
tankless water heaters, gas logs, and gas or oil furnaces. Call them today for all of your heating needs at 355-1721. That's 355-1721. Massey Wood and West. It's the final road test for the Randolph-Macon Yellow Jackets as they head to Guilford this Saturday at ODAC Action. Hi, friends. Rob with them here. Join Robert Fish and Marty Wilson with the call when Randolph-Macon collides with the Quakers. Our live coverage begins at 1245 with kickoff set for 1 p.m. The drive to the ODAC title continues. Randolph-Macon, Guilford. Saturday at 1245, only on 1029 The Mater. When you crack the door open at the England Street Tavern in Ashland, you're treated like family. And like many families, not everyone always agrees on things like their favorite race car driver, musical group, or favorite football team. But here's one thing we can agree on. The England Street Tavern is the best live music venue north of the James. The England Street Tavern provides local and regional entertainment Wednesday, Friday, and Saturday nights. Whether you love NASCAR, football, basketball, hockey, you name it, these guys have your game or race on one of their 17 huge TVs. You can enjoy daily food specials and choose one of the 12 different varieties of hot wings or dig into one of their eight delicious burgers. Be sure to stop by the England Street Tavern for lunch and shoot pool for free. We can also agree that there is something for everyone at 407 England Street. You can challenge your friends to compete in the cornhole tournament. Test your knowledge on Tuesday nights with trivia. And every Thursday is college night. And students love taking the stage for karaoke. Check them out on Facebook for live music, sports, and the best burgers and wings. Like along Facebook. Search England Street Tavern. Fans, this is our 16th Tomato Bowl here on the radio. We've been doing it every year since 2002. I missed one back in the mid-2000s, so 15th for me. And I can't remember one quite as unique as the one tonight. We had the, the great PH comeback of 2010 we've referred to. Uh, we had uh, just a, a wonderful football game last year over in Ashland that Lee Davis won on the um, on that kickoff return of the fourth quarter by Jamon Coffey. But tonight's game was just absolutely insane in every, every stretch of the imagination. With the weather playing a part, uh, with everything playing a part, it's just, uh, it's, just crazy. And I'll be honest with you, fans, as someone who cherishes the tomato bowl tradition myself as a uh, you know lifelong Hanover County native, I was born and raised in Beaverdam. Um, it, it means something to me to hear a Patrick Henry head coach cherish a tomato bowl win just as much as Keith Braxton just did in our interview here on the scoreboard show. This game means something. And I know in the last decade and a half with the opening of Hanover High School specifically, uh, it's changed the dynamics of this county. I've learned that by covering sports here in the area this decade, that Atlee hates Hanover and Hanover hates Atlee and Atlee hates Lee Davis and Lee Davis hates Atlee and everybody looks at Patrick Henry and goes, they're the guys out west. And that's exactly the way it's been. And so to see the intensity of this tomato bowl is just fantastic. And I'm already wetting my appetite for tomato bowl 60 in one year's time in Ashland, November 2nd, 2018. It ought to be a classic. It is a final. Atlee defeats Hanover tonight, 36-28, in a game that also got marred by rain in the second half after a wild first half. The Raiders will finish at 3-7, and seven, and for the second consecutive year, Hanover finishes at 2-8. and eight. Two very disappointing seasons this year, back-to-back, 16 and 17. 
for Hanover. It is a final at Highland Springs. As the second-ranked Highland Springs Springers defeat number nine, Verina. 28-7 is the final score. So Springers will be the two-seed in Region 5B, and we knew that coming into tonight. The Blue Devils will be the number five seed. So 28-7 is the final score. And we can also confirm with Elsie uh, Bird winning tonight, Bird Athletics with the win over Cosby. First, that ends Cosby's season at one and nine, and they are out of the playoffs in Region 6B. They will be the home team in the 4-5 Region 5B first round next Friday against Verina, which is the same pairing that these two teams had last year. So we now know in Region 5B, Hermitage 1, Highland Springs 2, Henrico 3, L.C. Bird 4, Verina 5, Lee Davis 6, likely Mills Godwin 7, and it is looking more and more like Meadowbrook or if J.R. Tucker can hold on. This is crazy. 63-49, now the Jaguars score again. This is unbelievable. The craziest game this season. J.R. Tucker, 63, Glenn Allen, 56, and there's still a minute to play. Now let's run the numbers. Glenn Allen can't come back and J.R. Tucker wins. Then they get 28 points for the win. They get a point for Henrico. They get two for Godwin tonight. So that would be 31. We need to check on Caroline and James Monroe. And I think Caroline lost tonight. We're going to find out here real quick. And yes, yeah, they have. 56-16 is the final, so nothing there for them. So Tucker, if they hold on, they are going to have 28, 29, 31 points. That would only put them at 242. They needed Caroline to win. They needed uh, Prince George to win tonight, and they needed John Marshall to win this afternoon, and none of that happened. Meadowbrook, already with the win tonight over Hopewell, 13-6. to six. They get 36 points for the win, one for L.C. Bird's win, one for Highland Springs, one for Thomasdale, one for Dinwiddie, and if Matoica held on to win over Petersburg, they're going to get two there, and that's going to put them over... J.R. Tucker, even if they lose. And it is now a final. 38-22. Matoica has eliminated Petersburg from playoff contention down in Region 3A. So Matoica wins 38-22. Good way for the Warriors to end the season, but they will fall short of the postseason because of Meadowbrook's win tonight over Hopewell. That's the one that's changed everything. Deep Run is officially eliminated from the playoffs because of their loss tonight to Mills Godwin 
and Meadowbrook's win over Hopewell. You ask how? Deep run started tonight at 221. They got 18 for losing to Mills Godwin, so that's 239. Atley wins, so that's 241. Henrico and Patrick Henry wins, that's 243, and it'll be 245 for Glenn Allen and J.R. Tucker. But for Meadowbrook, they go to 243, 36 for the win, 207 to start the night, and they're going to get a point for Bird, Highland Springs, Thomas Dale, and Dinwiddie, and now they get two for Matoica. So that puts them at 43, 44, 45, 46, 47, 249 points. And Deep Run is not going to have 249 points. They're going to get 20, 21, 22, 24, which is going to put them at 245. And again, if J.R. Tucker wins, they're out too. So uh, it's, it's looking very likely that it's going to be Mills Godwin, who got the win tonight, 34 for the win. They get two for the Atley win. If Tucker holds on, they'll get one. So that'll be three. 37 will put them at 250, which would be just ahead of Meadowbrook. So at this hour, we believe Region 5B is going to be the following. And this is all projection, not official. We know Herm is one, Highland Springs two, Henrico three, Bird four, Verona five, Lee Davis six. Those are in the books. Number seven right now, by one point, we project it is currently Mills Godwin and Meadowbrook would currently be the number eight seed. And it has gone down to a final. Final at Glen Allen. And this is going to be an incredible win, but a crushing bit of news for J.R. Tucker. 63-56, the Tigers get the win. But they will be projected to miss the playoffs due to the Meadowbrook victory. Wow. Wow. So we have Meadowbrook coming out now at 249 points. Tucker wins. They had 239. Caroline did not win. Prince George did not win. That hurt them. Henrico wins. That's a point. Godwin wins. That's two points. John Marshall did not win. And so that is 30, 31 points. So they finish at 242. Meadowbrook has officially eliminated J.R. Tucker from the postseason. And in fact, Deep Run is probably going to finish ahead of them in the race for ninth, which, of course, won't matter. But, I, man, I, I hate to be the bearer of news in that situation. A huge win and a great season for J.R. Tucker. But they are not going to make the playoffs because of Meadowbrook's win. Wow. Now, let's get caught up over in four. Patrick Henry fans, I know you are patiently waiting for some news, and we're going to do that now, and then we're going to wrap things up and say goodnight. Midlothian is now down 41-27 late in the fourth quarter. And if Midlothian loses tonight, Patrick Henry will be the number five seed, and they will head to Eastern View Next week, we can tell you now that Patrick Henry is going to finish with 248, 4950, 251 points, so a rating of 25.1. Midlothian with a loss cannot come close. We need to check on Cortland. They were up huge late 
in their game against Spotsylvania. We're going to confirm the final score. And then we're going to run their numbers because we got to make sure Cortland doesn't overtake Patrick Henry. And Cortland did win tonight over Spotsylvania. Final score was 55-3. So no problem there. They get a point tonight for Louisa. We've got to check Eastern View and see if they took care of King George tonight. And we do not have a score on that yet. So we've got to get that as we are on our way to NBC 12. <laughs> and uh, as soon as we get that, we'll keep you posted on whether it's going to be Patrick Henry and Eastern View next week in the postseason as a 5-4 game. That game would be in Culpeper. Looking frantically for the final score. While we do, congratulations to Louisa. 10-0, 53-6 over Fluvanna. They will likely enter as the number three seed in the region. And we could be looking at Louisa Midlothian in the first round of the playoffs next week. All of this is still to come. So fans, we've got to sign off here on the Massey Wood and West Scoreboard Show. The good news is this. We're not done talking to you tonight. Coming up, 11-15, NBC 12, on the sidelines with Mark Davis and Matt Estridge. Matt will be live at Kreider Stadium with a review of Highland Springs' win over Verina. Mark will have all the other highlights from our game, the Atlee Hanover game, the Cole Bowl, and many others. And then they'll get the playoff picture in there, too. And then when the TV is done, I'll join Mark live in the studio. We go live on Facebook on Facebook.com slash NBC 12 News at 1134. That's Facebook.com slash NBC 12 News right after On the Sidelines. It's On the Sidelines Extra. Mark and I will have the latest playoff projections, projected first-round pairings, highlights from tonight, and we'll take your questions absolutely live. It's the only late-night fun show for high school football in Central Virginia. Come on, join us. It's going to be a party tonight. We're really looking forward to talking to you on Facebook. Facebook.com slash NBC 12 News. On the Sidelines Extra starts at 1134, a little over 90 minutes from now. Quick thank you tonight to England Street Tavern, to Massey Wood and West, who sponsored tonight's edition of the Scoreboard Show. A big thank you to Virginia Farm Bureau for sponsoring our in-game scoreboard throughout the night here on the Game of the Week and all season long. And, of course, a thanks to uh, Sheehy Ford of Ashland for sponsoring the On the Sidelines pregame show. Fans, we will have playoff action next week. We will announce our game of the week either Sunday or Monday. So be on Twitter at Hanover Sports, and we'll send you out the announcement just as soon as we know where we're going to be next week. We'll either be with Patrick Henry or we'll be with Lee Davis and we'll be on the road because neither team gets a home game. There'll be no football in Hanover County next Friday night. But we'll be back on the air live next Friday with a first-round playoff game either in Region 4B or 5B, and as soon as we know... We'll pop it on Twitter at Hanover Sports. Of course, our final thank you sent out to our big man, Calvin Cecil, back at the station. Calvin, thank you for everything, as always. Rob with them saying, what a night. What else can be said? Lee Davis builds a 14-0 lead. Patrick Henry comes back with 15 unanswered on a crazy two-point conversion to take the lead. Lee Davis can't convert on a fourth and goal at the four, and the Patriots hold on to win their 29th tomato bowl 
The series is now 30 Lee Davis, 29 Patrick Henry with Tomato Bowl 60 on the horizon next year. Your final score one more time, Patrick Henry 15, Lee Davis 14. We'll talk to you live on Facebook at NBC 12 in an hour and a half. For now, Rob with them saying good night from Mechanicsville, Virginia. You've been listening to the High School Football Game of the Week on 102.9 The Mater and the RVA Sports Network. Tonight's broadcast has been brought to you by Sheehy Ford of Ashland with the largest selection of new and pre-owned vehicles on the East Coast. Sheehy Ford of Ashland on Route 1 just south of Ashland and online at SheehyFordAshland.com by Virginia Farm Bureau supporting farming and agriculture through insurance and education. Go to vfbinsurance.com now for a free auto insurance quote. Buy England Street Tavern, 407 England Street in Ashland. Find them on Facebook for their latest events. And by Massey Wood & West, serving Richmond and the surrounding area since 1923 for heating oil, propane, cylinder exchange, and more. Call 355-1721 or go to masseywoodandwest.com. Join us next Friday at 6.30 for the best in area high school football on the Game of the Week here on 1029. You're listening to WHAN AM 1430 kilohertz and W275BQFM 102.9 megahertz. This is Radio. Broadcasting worldwide from the center of the universe to the rest of the universe.